welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 95 of Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash, where we just found out that Paul Rubens passed away from a lengthy battle with cancer. What a positive note to start the show on. Rest I in think I, Paul Rubens. I think I speak for everyone when I say, bleh. Bleh. Yeah. I mean, God, we've lived through Princess Leia passing away um kevin conroy and now paul rubens like big big pieces of our childhood and i don't know why but this one hits me hardest um you know like batman's always going to be there even princess leia to an extent but there's only one peewee and he's gone which sucks um so i'm super sad that uh 70 is way too young in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm forever grateful for uh, Paul Rubens making it okay to to be a man-child. <laughs> and don't let anybody ever tell you different that you, you have to grow up, because you don't. So uh, thank you for that, Paul Rubens. And uh, you'll be missed. Very, very Absolutely. sad. Uh, having said that, in light of the passing of Paul Rubens... Uh, we will be skipping our joke segments today, and we are going to have a special nod to Pee-wee's Playhouse with today's secret word. Are you guys ready? Oh, indeed. Yeah. Today's secret word is fuck. <laughs> Every time we say fuck. There's going to be a lot of them. Holy fucking shit, is there going to be a lot of them? <laughs> you don't have to do it every time because you lose your voice. Uh, but if you're at home, listening at work, driving, whatever, just start screaming for no particular reason because that's hilarious. And uh, I think that's what Pee Wee Herman would have wanted. Uh, Josh. Yes. Now. Now to the uh, the news at hand. Congratulations on the explosive success of the creep. Why? Thank you. Um, I'm I'm still kind of just like yeah that that happened. That's, I mean, that's happening. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's fair that we name drop some of the people. Yeah, that not gonna not gonna that, point blank name drop uh, anyone other than Pixel Dan. Yes. Maybe. Let's just uh, say Pixel Dan kind of opened some very important eyeballs to the creep 
and those people bought it. And uh, congratulations, Josh. And if you guys happen to be listening, because you're like, whoa, what is all these crazy shenanigans this Josh fellow is up to? Welcome to the show. Hope you like it. Uh, listen to past episodes that aren't as somber because we're some sad man children this week. Um, and it's it's a real fucking shame what happened. Ah! 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 <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have picked a different word. <laughs> I know. Um, having said that, as of recording, Josh, you still have one left in the shop. There is one left in the shop. And uh, in probably probably around the time that uh, Action Log goes up on sale, uh, I will put a, a small made-to-order number in the in the shop so if anyone wants to grab one there will be a longer turnaround time but uh you are guaranteed one as long as that listing is is there uh call me crazy but i I have a feeling that once people start seeing ninja turtles starting tonight on monday the sneak previews uh creep is going to disappear somebody's going to buy him yep so i get that uh, distinct feeling get them get them quick or somebody's waiting to get paid Either uh, way, I know, I, I know I have had three people reach out being like, hey, I'm just waiting to get paid. Uh, if it's if it's not still there, will there be more? Yeah. So uh, I got mine. I, I got made mine. sure that I wasn't doing anything like I literally got home from vacation and just sat in front of my computer and waited and waited. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's cool that. Uh, I got one because I was worried uh, more about getting the exclusive Professor Cluckingsworth because my slightly crazy chicken-obsessed daughter really, really wanted it for her chicken collection. So I'm uh, glad I got in line and got mine. Uh, I kinda, this sort of felt like, you know, like camping out to get those, like, episode one, episode one action figures back in the day, like all the excitement and oh, you run yeah. to Toys R Us and you punch an old lady in the throat. And you're like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> fuck you. Um, ah, scream. So, ah! Uh, ah! <laughs> yeah, good times. Um, I also wanted to say, uh, before I forget this point, anybody, we were kids when this happened, but anybody back in the day who took pleasure or participated in the canceling of Paul Rubens, um, when he got caught masturbating in a porn theater, because that's what you're supposed to do in a porn theater. Um, fuck you. Yeah. And I hope you wake up in the middle of the night and a rabid koala is raping your face. <laughs> and you can't live with the fact that you woke up with koala dick in rabies froth in your face. And then you jump off a fucking bridge. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you in the fucking neck. It's starting to sound like Arnie's war garble. Also, yeah. that that's a very specific wish. I, I feel like there was some thought put into this one. Yeah, those drop bears will rape your face. <laughs> Just saying. Well, I definitely, I definitely need to uh, not to not to jump jump back and forth here, but uh, uh, keep talking about the creep. Yes. Yeah, no, I do need to. I do need to give a very specific. Uh, n- not that I, I think he's listening, but I want to say thank you to Pixel Dan because uh, I've I've sent Pixel Dan a handful of things over the years. Uh, 
here's here's a fun story as to how I personally connected with Pixel Dan at all. Uh, when Pikmin started that uh, that first trip to Decon that I made, uh, I would stay in staying at this crappy little motel with a bunch of bunch of other toy makers, and it was a hell of a lot of fun. Um, and we're sitting outside in the parking lot drinking and smoking pot, uh, and this guy. Brad Raider comes up and starts talking to us, Battle Babies. And he mentions that, hey, my, my buddy Dan wants to get your, your mutagen man, your Agent Carcinogenic. And he sent money to Brad, and Brad bought one from me right there from Pixel Dan. It, Pixel Dan was my first sale of decom. That's awesome. And it, I, you know, it meant a lot to me, because at the time, like, we were just starting still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like out of the blue, Pixel Dan's buying one of my toys. So since then, I've made a point to send him any Ninja Turtle stuff I've done. Uh, with the specific note of like, hey, I will always appreciate you, you know, being the first sale of my first decon. Please don't think I'm asking you to review this. I just want you to have one. You know, always, always hoping like maybe it is cool enough to review, mm-hmm. but you know, never expecting it because I get it. This is his like this is his livelihood. Um, so to have sent him one because you know Ruth Ruth gave me the extra little push and was like, you know, you have to send one with me to San Diego so I can give one to Pixel Dan mm-hmm. to make sure he could get it early. Um, just in case. And what does he do? Uh, you know, at most I'm hoping for like a nice email to be like, Hey man, really dig your toy. But no, he posts about it on release day with pictures. And basically talks it the hell up. Mm Mm-hmm. My phone is still getting alerts from that. Uh, and, and some, and yeah, like, like, like Mike had said earlier, uh, some of the eyes that he turned on to me were, were moments where it was just like, are, are you serious? Are you serious? And to see the numbers of, of likes and shares and retweets he's gotten on the posts about it is mind boggling. So, and a huge and eternal thank you to Pixel Dan because that was unexpected, unnecessary, and very, very appreciated. Uh, um, I think we all look up to Pixel Dan. Oh, absolutely. He's like the first and best toy reviewer out there. And And he's like comfort food on YouTube for me. And yet, you know, this is something that I've, I've said to him in in a message at some point is that I really appreciate the fact that all of his reviews, no matter what, even if he doesn't like it still has a positive spin. Like he still tries to find the positive, even when he clearly doesn't like the toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he never, he never goes out of his way to bash. He just tells it how it is and tries to do it as positively as possible. 
And dear God, there's not enough of that in this community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, Pixel Dan, if you're listening, I doubt it. But if you ever want to come on the show, this tiny little podcast that averages about 30 downloads an episode. Um, I know you like, you know, you've got a family friendly uh, persona to keep up. So if you want to come on as like Poxel Dave um, or something, <laughs> we'll protect your identity. <laughs> we'll do that. The, the 2020, like you can hide in shadow uh, and we'll obscure your voice. But uh, I want to thank you, too, for the support you give Josh, because uh, it's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, wow. And also, just to uh, since I know we'll be getting to plug soon, I'll go ahead and chime in and say, hey, we actually have things lined up for Pikmin's. Uh, next up will unquestionably be Action Log. Uh, and he comes on that nice card with the patch of real moss on it. <laughs> Because who doesn't want a carded log with moss? I love uh, that the card the, the card is flocked. That just makes me so happy. And then after that will be uh, at some point, uh, probably September, maybe October-ish, uh, is going to be the Ice Cream Kitty and Professor Cluckingsworth 2-pack. This is an all-new Ice Cream Kitty sculpt with four points of articulation. Uh and Professor Cluckingsworth is very classic TMNT static sidekick. Um, I have been looking at 3D printer files for refrigerators so I can make a freezer to put ice cream kitty inside of. Woo! Oh, that's uh, awesome. Because that's one of my favorite jokes of the 2012 Turtles is every time they open the freezer, ice cream kitty's in there. <laughs> uh, cracks me up to, to no end. Um... Mike, what's going on in Mike Town, USA? Oh, not a whole hell of a lot. Just continuing on with Boogeyman's Closet. Uh, we're starting to get into Unnecessary Sequels Month. Yep. And oh boy, I just tallied up the votes last night and it's going to be a rough month. <laughs> um, Rage Carry 2. Liked it when I saw it, in particular because Zachary Taylor, like the kid from Home Improvement, gets his dick blown off with a harpoon gun. That's the only good scene in the movie. Um, <laughs> and it's even better now because he just got arrested again for domestic violence. Oh, okay. And, well, we'll, so, we'll laugh, laugh at his dick getting blown off. Fuck him. Because um, that shit's not funny and not cool. But no. um, yeah, I always wondered if it doesn't hold up. It probably doesn't. But I only saw it in the theater. I've never watched it again because I hated it in the theater. And then American Psycho 2, when I watched it when it first came out on video and I rented it, um, haven't seen it since. So <laughs> I'm curious about that one. The only one I can say this month that I'm happy about is Pet Cemetery 2, because I actually like that movie. Yeah, um, I, I like it better than the first one. Yeah. And and then the uh, the Howling 2, we already we, we pre-recorded that uh, with Sam and um, very funny. Like we had a good time, but man that movie oof <laughs> so rough. you asked you asked me if i could come on mm -hmm. i was on vacation so i have nothing to do i can't sleep i don't sleep well when i travel and i'm up and i'm like just bored so i'm looking into the howling franchise i didn't know the director of howling 2 directed howling 3 the marsupials <laughs> which if you think howling 2 is bad yeah, oh boy <laughs> Howling 3 says, hold my beer. <laughs> Holy shit. 
I didn't even know Howling 3 existed. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. If you ever want to watch a train wreck. It's it's in the top ten where kangaroo movies of all time. <laughs> speaking and by that, speaking... I mean, it's the only where kangaroo movie of all time. <laughs> speaking of train wrecks. Uh, I'm, I may have to use uh, a birthday vote or something for shock treatment at some point. I really thought shock treatment was going to have it because, like, it was right behind Carrie 2 for quite a while. And then, like, the last two days, American Psycho 2 got so many fucking votes. Ah! Um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was a double scream. Um but yeah, it got so many votes just at, at like the tail end. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because Shock Treatment was right behind American Psycho 2 by two votes. I was like, oh, we got to watch Patrick Bateman's cousin. Okay. Um, Josh, who, <laughs> who is the uh, God, the guy who, the, the man behind Shock Treatment and... Um, uh, Richard O'Brien. You could do a whole month of Richard O'Brien stuff, Mike. True. True. Honestly, horror, I, I think musicals. We'll, yeah, I was gonna say we'll probably just come back to horror musicals and just yeah. do because there there were there were a couple we didn't get to last time around that uh you know people wanted to see. So uh, we'll pro- I mean we'll probably just cycle around to a lot of our our uh, old topics. Hell, or even uh cover that episode of Buffy that everybody loves where everybody sings. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, anything going on with Raised by Reynolds? Uh yeah, we just recorded the first part of our two-part episode uh it's basically a drive-in double feature and um it's very similar to the who's improv is it anyway episode where this isn't really based on anything it's kind of an original story um based on a very ludicrous concept which we explained in the start of the episode and then josh is good like i pitch a story and we we made an improv episode about it, and then Josh pitches a story, and then we're going to do an improv episode about that. So it's basically two really bad elevator pitches, and we see what we can do with it. And um, yeah, we we were cracking ourselves up, so I can't wait for this episode to come out. I am there with the popcorn. Uh, a new episode dropped this week. Of, I'm still catching up for vacation. I have brain damage, guys. Bear with me here. Um, Heretic Party, where they have, uh, they talk to some Christian musicians, and I'm halfway through the episode, and it's awesome as always. Uh, Josh, just plug the hell out of Pickman's vinyls. Like I said, get the creep before he's gone. You never know, like, Josh could just decide to become, like, a Hare Krishna and stop making vinyls, like, right now. And you're, you're shit out of luck. You're gonna have to find the one of a, one of ten in existence and pay a ton of money to get it. So... I'm sorry, now I'm picturing Josh as the Hare Krishna zombie from Dawn of the Dead, and it's kind of cracking me up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm picturing, like, <laughs> or a pinhead with just, like, a tuft of fur on the top of his head with a little bow tie. Um, Hare Krishna! Hare Krishna! <laughs> uh, oh, God. If you guys haven't done so yet, go <clears throat> see Sam at Jerry's Closet at the East Aurora Flea Market before she's gone. And she goes online. If you want to touch all of her stuff and buy things at a great discount, do it. Do it now. Um, do it. Or I will come to your house and throw a koala on your face while you're sleeping. But don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
let's see here coffin dreams llc if you guys need any commission artwork uh tattoo ideas if you need special effects makeup check out mr mccoy and the soon-to-be mrs mccoy maybe or like how do you pronounce her last name mitravich mick leprechaun (laughs) where's my gold uh so mctravich mccoy mick 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 uh for some awesome stuff especially if you live in western new york and so it's come to this a simpsons family podcast it's awesome especially if you kind of want to remember old episodes of the simpsons guys it's been two weeks what kind of show and tell stuff do we have to talk about including all the pre-orders which is probably a ton i actually don't have a lot i have two items i have i have a lot i can make up for you (laughs) mike why don't you start uh, I got the Masterverse Jitsu, um, which really surprised me by how much I like him. Like, I, I thought he was going to be cool, but he's a lot of fun. I love that mask he comes with. Uh, the katana is awesome. He's got, like, you know, he's got a sheath on the side for it. The only disappointment is that the hand is not die-cast metal the way Fisto's was. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, it's that, like, you can't tell that Fisto's is die-cast unless you hold it. But you yeah. can with <laughs> Jitsu. Exactly. It's like, oh man. But I mean, overall, it's it's a great figure. I mean, they're they're knocking it out of the park with the Masterverse figures. The the only complaint I ever seem to have about them is that in some cases, like the gear doesn't fit perfectly, or like the weapons don't fit in their hands right. Like I, I had a couple issues with Too Bad with that. Like his harness kept popping open. And I couldn't like pry his one hand open enough to hold his club. So I had to run it under hot water. And then it was like, it's like just permanently in there now. Um, but most of the Masterverse figures are just really solid figures. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, I got the Haya Toys Leatherface uh, based on the 2022 Netflix Texas Chainsaw. And for, you know, I, I know a lot of people aren't fans of that particular entry into the franchise. Um but I actually really liked the way Leatherface looked in this one. And this figure is really awesome. Like, the only thing that I, I can see being a problem for the future is his uh, apron is made out of kind of a soft rubber. And I can see that deteriorating over time. But the uh, the only complaint I had with him was I couldn't get the uh, the chainsaw holding hands to properly hold the chainsaw at first because they were so tightly closed. Um, and the, you know, if anyone has messed around with a Haya toy, they know like how tiny some of the hands are. And I was afraid I was going to break it when I was trying to like warm up the hands to like, you know, pry them open to hold the chainsaw. But now that I have, uh, have him holding the chainsaw, it's perfect. He's just been killing GI Joe's on my desk. You know, I don't think that people aren't a fan of the movie. They're not a fan of the look of Leatherface. See, and, and here's the thing with Leatherface. I I do actually like the look. Because um, you it, know what I say to that? That's the look. That's the look. The look <laughs> of Leatherface. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, I, I do dig it. Um, and I like the fact that Leatherface is face changes so many times throughout the series because of course it would like of course he's going to be skinning new faces and putting it that's his whole shtick so it's like i don't want him to have the same mask over and over and over again i want a different mask in every movie hell i want multiple masks in every movie 
because he should be skinning people's faces and wearing them. So I, I didn't have a problem with it personally. I thought it was a little more gnarly. The fact that he, he fucking took the, ah, he took the, uh, <laughs> took the face off wet and just put it on. I was like, Ugh, that's so nasty. Um, I kind of you always nasty. liked the arts and crafts aspect to Leatherface. Mm-hmm. The fact that there was like no Google eyes, no glitter glue, <laughs> no stitches. But you know what ruined it for me? Like I was willing to give it a pass because the movie's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, was that meme where somebody says there's only one way to eat a fruit roll up? <laughs> and it's Leatherface holding the face up, and that's all I could think of is Leatherface putting a fruit roll up on his face. <laughs> I mean, but that's really funny. Um. So yeah, uh, I hope they make more Leatherfaces yeah. because. Well- they have the two the 2003 Leatherface coming out, the Thomas Hewitt version. So I'm hoping for a Bubba Sawyer. I want uh, I want old school. Thomas Hewitt, say what you about the movie. I thought the look was sweet. Eh, I mean, really? I, I didn't hate it. Um, but like, I don't know. It was okay. It, it actually looked like he tried to turn the face into leather in that movie. Like it actually looked like a tan. Like like he tanned the skin a leather face <laughs> yeah. yeah and that kind of bugged me because i'm like really gonna take the time to like tan someone's face like you have all these other faces that aren't why is that one what so, about part I, I two like, what about part well two? because I that, think that was mask his is favorite like, and he wanted it to last yeah <laughs> but i mean like let he's got a in part two he looks like he's got a catcher's mitt for a fucking face ah 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 <laughs> That, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. But with that one, it actually does look like it's being held together with like you know chicken okay, wire and popsicle yeah. sticks. <laughs> like, like I said, arts and crafts. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's a shame that uh, at Slasher Camp, Bub was the cook when he could be the arts and crafts director too. This is true. This is Just true. Saying. But he he's he's working with with Chop Top. You know, they're making their chili. Yeah. <laughs> those the peppercorns. Um, <laughs> did you get anything else? Nope. Just those two. Um, Josh, because you got the most, I'll let you close. Uh, while I was on vacation, the only figure that I got, I got, uh, Zoe went to a lot of arcades. That was pretty much all we did this whole vacation. They have these, like, I've seen them at Walgreens, these, like, cheap, 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 cheap Hasbro marble figures that have, like, Star Wars articulation, but it's just a blank body that has, like, a paint mask on them to make them look like anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all the same body. They have hands that don't open, things like that. So I got a Thor, no hammer or anything like that, because it was like 200 points at this arcade. Um, beyond that, I got uh, Axe Woobs from The Mandalorian. I found his vintage series figure. It was on oh, clearance yeah. in Canada. I was like, I have to have something. Um, he was a lot of fun just for messing around with him. Like, I always think that stripe on his helmet's a little weird, but he's a cool character. Mm-hmm. Um Beyond that, just a lot of, like, I've been sitting on stuff and I haven't opened it. So, like, Marble Legends, uh, Drax and Moondragon just showed up today. Um, I pre-ordered a bunch of stuff, but I'll wait until we do the news before I, I talk about that. And when I was in Ollie's right before vacation, I picked up a Stealth Mission Bucky O'Hare and the Foot Lieutenant from Rise of the TMNT. That's a good oh, wow. figure. Just because it's like new character, okay, I'll buy it, and it's five bucks. So, like, I've got Alberto. I figured, um, 
you know, I'll grab them if I see them cheap. Mm. Uh, everything else, I'm sure I'm forgetting about it, and I'll bring it up as we go. Josh, what about you? I got way too much, or should I say I opened way too much, because, you know, a good handful of these I had piled up and was waiting to open. But uh, I will start with, uh, I did finally open uh, Starkiller from the Vintage Collection. Yeah. God damn, is that a solid figure. And it's also very, very clear that it is not a new figure in the respect of how much it comes with for the price. Okay. Because, dear God, it uh, he has a backpack, removable, like, chest and shoulder armor that you pop on over his neck. He's got two different skirt pieces, like one good, one evil. He has two lit lightsabers, two unlit lightsabers, and wrist gauntlets. I'm sorry, I gotta interrupt for a second. The idea of an evil skirt is cracking me up. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm just picturing, like, death skirt, the skirt that'll eat ya! (laughs) (laughs) That's making me giggle. Coming (laughs) this summer, don't look up the skirt. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It was safe. To take off your pants. <laughs> Death scared. Uh, but, but no, I mean it's, uh, it's fucking impressive how much he comes. Ah! Ah! And yeah, the only, the only, <laughs> the uh, the only thing that gives away that he is not a modern figure is he doesn't have ball hips. Uh, they're the old school, just cut joint hips. Oh shit! Is this the? It's uh, probably a re-release of the one that was in that three-pack then. They're like twenty-year-old. I know it's at least a re-release of the last one that they did. Okay, but uh, I haven't actually checked to see how far back it goes. In any case, it's an impressive amount of stuff, and it's a really nice figure. Uh, there are no complaints with anything. Everything fits really well. It's not a pain getting all of the alternate armor on and off. Uh, And they all look good. So, bravo Hasbro on a figure that you've just re-released from forever ago. (laughs) Uh, Next up, I just literally just opened, uh, as we were starting the recording, the vintage collection. Uh, What is it? Ned? Ned Ned B. Ned B. Uh, I found him at Walmart this morning for two fifty. Wait, Ned, and was Ned, like Ned B Vintage Collection? Or no, I'm sorry, the Retro Collection. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, wait, oh, I missed that one because I, I really like Ned B. <laughs> no, no, sorry. That that was just my my brain being like vintage style. Uh, but yeah, no, for for two fifty, uh, I could not say no to a retro yellow construction robot with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, and goddamn, yeah, this is a really solid figure. I'm just kind of fiddling with him right now. And to continue on the Hasbro Hasbro Star Wars kick, I also just at the beginning of the recording opened the Death Star 2 Vintage Collection Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. If all of Hasbro's figures were like this and all of Hasbro's capes were like this, I wouldn't have a problem with the price of the vintage collection. 
this is a goddamn nice Vader. Uh, everything works really well. I think it's one of the first times I've ever seen uh, his chest and shoulder armor are one piece with the arms articulated under the shoulder armor. And it works really well. Nice. Uh, he's uh, The way his cut-off hand works is very similar to the SH figure arts in that the uh, the stump with all of the electronics is just a separate piece uh, that's kind of like a wrist gauntlet where you take off the hand and then a wrist gauntlet and pop on the stub. So there's still wrist articulation on both hands. Okay. Uh, it works really well. It looks great. The two-piece helmet fits great. Uh, and yeah, the, the quality of the capes is probably some of the nicest I've seen on Star Wars, period. That was, honestly, it was the first thing I noticed when I opened him. It was a moment of like, holy shit, this is a really goddamn nice cape. That's cool. So, uh, yeah, bravo. This is, this is a rare win for the vintage collection that's just a hands-down win. I, I really can't nitpick anything about it. What are the odds, do you think, that Hasbro is, like, realizing that their cost-cutting and their laziness with these figures is starting to hurt them? God, I you hope think, they are. You think it took them, like, two years to write the ship and we're finally seeing, you know, like, results? Or do you think this is uh, just a one-off? I don't I, trust it because vintage he, collection is up and down in quality. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, you know. I also, uh, just to keep moving things along, I also pre-ordered uh, the Comic-Con exclusive motherboard yeah. for oh, Masterverse. I... Because, uh, yeah, I can't say no to giant robot Meg Foster. <laughs> oh. um, I call her mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was the creepiest laugh. <laughs> oh my god that was funny uh, also purchased but have not opened yet uh, is the new adventure Skeletor I'm very excited to open him he looks fucking awesome ah! uh, I got the uh, retro collection Ghost Rider from Marvel yeah. on super clearance at Target it's really nice. It is no way it's worth their price point, their original mm -hmm. price point of whatever. But if you can find it for, I'm going to say under $20, grab it. I think 15 is the right price point for that. And I would have yeah. bought it for like first time I saw it. If it was that price, I wouldn't have it. It's two figures. You know, the motorcycle's a figure. Ghost Rider's a figure. Honestly, the motorcycle is nice enough that it which is why i said if you can find it for 20 or under because i was surprised at the quality of the motorcycle okay like it's it's got a lot more moving parts to it than i realized and it's pretty nice it's just that it's all red so it looks very cheap but uh having it in hand it's actually much nicer than you expect so i can't say bravo on that but yeah you know if you can find it on the cheap Grab it, for sure. Uh, also got Masterverse Man-at-Arms on clearance. 
again, if you can find him on clearance, grab him. I don't know that... Well, you know, I would say more than most of the deluxe price point, he feels kind of worth it because he does come with a shit ton of armor. Yeah. Mm. So, I'm not sure if he's a $35 figure, but if you see him in the 25 range, grab him. He's definitely a cool man at arms. Uh, he looks great with all of the armor, and he looks great without all of the armor. He just kind of looks like weird wizard hobo. I think if you're a fan <laughs> of man at arms, he's a get. Um, so something I forgot to mention, brought to you by Jerry's Closet or whatever the hell Sam Grand Quest is promoting at the moment. I got the Rulers of the Sun three pack. I got sick of waiting for it mm-hmm. to get any cheaper. It was fifteen, so I was like, "Fuck, fine, whatever." Ah! Get... Ah! Space sumo. Um, and I was I was holding Man at Arms, but there was like 15 of them, and they they weren't at 75 percent off yet. And mm-hmm. I know they will be at some point, so I was like, Nah, I'm okay. The end. Yeah, I also got the Rulers of the Sun three packs, so I'm not gonna talk about it too much because yeah, Space Sumo is great with his power of racism. Um, yeah. <laughs> and his women's panties on his head. Um. And then the uh, I'll close things out. I've got three more things. I got the NECA Ultimate April, who is the also the, I guess, 100th animated figure they've done. Wow. Damn. Um, holy shit, she's nice. Um, I'm not I'm not just sick, singing NECA's praises for no reason here. Uh, <laughs> but but no, it. Uh, all of her joints are solid. Nothing was frozen. The paint is amazing. Nothing of it's chipping. Uh, she comes with a great, like, impressive selection of accessories for Ultimate. Mm. Like, it feels like she comes with twice the amount of accessories most Ultimates come with. Uh, and it all feels really sturdy. All fits in her hands well. Uh I don't really understand why they chose to include... I mean, I guess I understand why they chose to include the weird bondage here, but... You guys know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> no. No, what? The, the the weird, like, metal harness and the head with the blindfold. Oh, yeah, it's oh. from an episode where she gets kidnapped, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But honestly, like... Really? Really, you're gonna... <laughs> gonna give gonna, gonna give April a blindfolded head and restraints. Okay, uh, but they work great, so I guess no complaints. <laughs> uh, I won't lie though, putting it on, I genuinely had a moment before I snapped it shut where I was like, "Is this gonna leave like really weird and awkward paint scrapes over April's boobs that I'm gonna have to explain?" and i am happy to say it did not so (laughs) what do you tell the ruth when she's like why is there hand lotion on this action figure's bosom (laughs) like uh well uh, it seemed very dry mike did it (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, and then to round, I will round things out with the the best two things that I was saved for last. One I have not officially opened yet. Uh, I only cracked the side of the packaging to smell it 
uh, I found me a moss man. How does he smell? He smells like a fucking air freshener. Ah! Yeah, Uh, yeah, no, he, it's uh, definitely not as light a scent as Stinkor had, because my Stinkor was, he he stunk, but it was very light. Yeah, Yeah, you had to get your nose right up on him to smell him. He really Uh, needs taint to kind of, to smell the skunk. This one, I opened the side of the packaging, and before I could, like, stick my nose in and be like, like, pretty much as soon as I cracked the side flap, Ruth was like, it smells like an air freshener. <laughs> so it it had enough scent that when I opened it in the car, Ruth could smell it from the other seat. That's awesome. If you had the money, would you buy an extra Mossman and just hang him from your rearview mirror? <laughs> you know, if they if they ever if there are enough that they go like the flocked panther route and oh, they yeah. watch the clearance, I will unquestionably get one to hang from the review. Um, I know I was mentioning Texas Chainsaw Two earlier. That's another favorite part of that movie is that random Mossman cameo yes. at the radio station. <laughs> Just standing that, on the on the counter there. Yep. That being said, I have I have no regrets about driving out further than I needed to or paying the $40 price point because it's Moss Man. And I hate that he used the same price as Flocked Panther, but between the flocking and the pine scent, I guess I get it. Like, I get those things are expensive these days. I know Mattel is very transparent with this shit. So I don't like it. But it is very nice flocking, uh, and I can I can say that I personally uh, like ran ran my finger over it, and it feels solid. Uh, and I saw a couple of people online posting water dunk tests. Why? Where there is no loss of flocking. Okay. So they did something right with the flocking. Um, and then to, to, to close things out, uh, I got the big sexy robot lady. I got the nemesis. Ooh. It looks so cool. I freaking love it. I, it's an amazing rendition of the nemesis. It's got a satisfying transformation that doesn't feel overly complex. Uh, it looks like, and and I've heard this as a complaint, but I personally like it for this reason. Uh, it looks like an American-designed Japanese robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, it looks like the nemesis turned into some sort of weird purple Evangelion. Yeah. But... I can't say as I dislike it for the nemesis because it feels, uh, it feels like a really good contrast to the arc who's like kind of bulky and like just feels like a big solid robot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one feels very spindly and almost, um, almost like prime sound wave. Well, you know, there's not a lot of precedent either for the figures, so it's not like they're stepping on toes. Does it come with the tiny, Decepticons, like the uh, arc came it, with the tiny. 
it does come with uh, four micro seekers that can all plug into uh, little uh, little ramps that come out in uh, actually in either mode, but you know, obviously in Nemesis mode, they're uh, more for deploying the ships from the bigger ship. Uh, so it comes with four little four little mini seekers, uh, and all of the turrets on it are poseable. Nice. So are mine. <laughs> Plus, uh, and I have to give them credit for this because they have dropped this with figures for a while. It has the airlock tab systems for all the ramps. So it can lock into all the modulator figures and all the little base mode figures. Okay, cool. So you can build like a launch base coming out of the Nemesis. Ooh. That's pretty cool. I like when they make things compatible. Indeed. How much did Nemesis set you back? Uh, I waited. I Well, I jumped on the Prime pre-order guarantee, which uh, basically locks you into whatever lowest price it hits before the pre-order ships. Yeah. So at some point it hit 180. So after taxes, it came to like 195. Okay. Uh, honestly, I think it's worth it. I really, I, I had my doubts going in, but it, it's a solid toy. The joints all feel really solid. They're all really heavy ratchet joints. Uh, it feels well made, well engineered enough, and enough just bulk plastic mm. to feel like, yeah, that's a good toy. That's that's definitely worth that price point because you can feel it. Oh yeah, It'll... and I got point red. How's point red? See, see, I made a list of things that I got, and I totally forgot point red because it's already on Castle Grayskull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's great, uh, especially for that forty dollars price point. That's what reminded me. It's a similar case where, just from the heft of the quality of plastic. Yeah, that's a $40 toy. Uh, I Anytime I get any of the vehicles from Mattel, I look at them and I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing, Hasbro? How can Mattel put out this quality of vehicle for this low of a price point overall? And Hasbro's like, no, we can only do vehicles through HasLab for a $300 minimum. Mm-hmm. Like what? What? What are you doing, Hasbro? Let's say bet- between uh, Hasbro and Spin Masters and Jazz, or I'm Mattel Jazzwares and Spin Masters. I've been questioning what the hell Hasbro's been doing for a while, because it's like there's a lot of other companies putting out quality figures for reasonable price points, and they're like, "You want Boba Fett? You pay ten dollars surcharge." <laughs> it's, you know, wait, you, what? You know what they've been doing is they've been fucking us. Ah! 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 Fucking us in the ass. Ah! Ah! Hasbro. Ah! <laughs> no, it, it, but it's, uh, you know, Point Dread is another toy where it's very evident just from the weight of the plastic that I, you're like, okay, yeah, no, this is this, regardless of what it looks like, this is forty dollars worth of plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, it's also really nice. 
and it all works really well. Uh, it clips, it actually has like little tiny clips that help it clip onto Grayskull. So it's got a very secure connection. Okay. Um, the, the vehicle has two seats and uh, the clear plastic cockpit now. Okay. So, bravo. Bravo, Mattel. Yes! Bless you. Bless you. Also, just for... Just for shits yes! And... Bless you. And just for shits and giggles. Fuck. Ah! All right. Let's keep this train rolling. The joke we were going to have this week was Shredder having uh, an existential crisis because he's not featured in the new Ninja Turtles movie. Well, this is. Um, and I was going to pitch um, Krang and Shredder joking back and forth with Scooter thrown in between as Krang's uh, new assistant. Or as uh, Shredder's new assistant because Krang has moved on to bigger and better things after his gender reassignment as um cynthia utron and shredder is thinking about selling knives on home shop shopping network and it probably wouldn't have been that funny uh i am gonna hop into the news no new news announcements because san diego comic-con just happened um so pretty I'm gonna, much i'm gonna mute out through some of the news because feed the beasts all right, you feed the cats uh the only breaking news that we had today was that the thundercats cats lair is fully funded um, wow. And I know He-Man Rick was like on the fence about it, but he decided to go all in on Thundercats, which is going to cost him thousands of dollars. But that's uh, a lot of money. It looks yeah. cool as hell. But if you don't have anywhere to put it, I don't know why you would get it. You know, Just, it it looks really cool, but it's not one of those playsets that I don't know. Like, it's not one of those playsets that have ever really grabbed me. No, I don't. And then, like the bulk of the show, they're not in the cat slayer they're on the run right you know it's it's like the tank i get i don't know it's fine if you're a thundercats fan it's a really cool centerpiece but i i'm not a thundercats fan yeah i mean i know the thundercats i had a few of the toys but i've never felt the urge to like collect the thundercats yeah uh, i mean i watched the cartoons i only ever had mumra that was all i had as far as yeah the i had lino and mumra that was mm-hmm. it so and I just like Lionel more because I chewed on him. <laughs> um, all right, Mike, I'm going to jump into the news with something you'd probably like to talk about. But Geras is announced as a playable character in Mortal Kombat 1. Yes, um, I was worried that there wouldn't be any characters from Mortal Kombat 9 um, making an appearance. Not, or Mortal Kombat 10. Ele- 11. 11? <laughs> Whatever. Uh I kind of, you know, I don't like that in fighting games where they just kind of scrap all the new characters they introduced and give you, like, new ones or whatever. But he's back. He's cool. Um, I always thought he was a sweet character. And he's playing into the whole, like, messed up timeline story that yep. seems to be um, part of the theme. Anyways, yeah. uh, Amazon is getting an exclusive four-pack of cool repaints of Ninja Turtles. So there's a repaint of Splinter. Two of the Turtles, it's Donatello and Michelangelo, using that body that the 2012 Turtles used for the Mirage. Josh, mute. Oh, sorry, I thought <laughs> I wasn't. Well, this is the perfect moment for me to briefly chime in and say... I also turned on the oven so I could make myself one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem pizzas from Walmart. 
Ooh, we can have uh, a live taste testing. So yeah, we're we're gonna we're we figured we should have a turtle pizza before we see turtles. Sweet. So I got the Raphael sausage and pepperoni. Okay, awesome. muting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's wingnut in Archie colors or cartoon colors. I'm not sure. The two Mirage style 2012 bodied turtles in Donatello and Michelangelo, and a repaint of Splinter. Mm-hmm. In a four pack looks pretty cool. Um, Funko is in deep, deep shit financially, and they are laying off 20% of their labor force to try to make cuts financially to stay financially solvent. Um, everybody predicted this bubble was going to burst like the Beanie Babies because Funko didn't diversify. And they yeah. put all of their, their money into the Funko Pops. And as you'd expect, they're running out of shit to make. Mm-hmm. And keep people interested. And it's a collectible that takes up way too much fucking space. Ah! Uh, um, <laughs> I feel bad. Because, you know, I don't have any gripes against Funko. Ah! But, uh, <laughs> uh, I think that this needs to happen. Uh, Longbox Heroes from... Big Bad Toy Store are almost here. These are the guys that are made to look like superpowers. And they have production samples, which means they'll be shipping soon. Um, I would expect we have them quarter four. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, as I mentioned, the Cat's Lair is fully funded. Somebody's making a Dark Wolf figure from the Frank Frazetta Fire and Ice. Mm-hmm. That guy. Uh, it's a new upstart company. The figure's kind of pricey. He looks like he sort of has Mezco-style articulation. Like... Um, there are super articulated bodies. He looks okay. I don't think I'm going to take a risk on it, though. Um, Chuckles and all of the San Diego Comic-Con Hasbro exclusives went up. If you missed them, you could pre-order them on Hasbro Pulse. And Chuckles sold out. Uh, I got lucky, got a code, and ordered two Chuckles. So what I'm probably going to do is open one Chuckles for myself and throw the other one out in the garbage. Because I don't know anybody personally listens to the show that would want Chuckles. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I might, like, set it on fire and throw it in a creek or give it to my favorite <laughs> dog. It seems like a complete waste, you know. Yeah, first. you know. Well, Anyways, you put it up kind of re- yeah. re- recreate the way, you know, put, you play with it as a kid. Set it on fire. Put yeah. it in your butt. <laughs> or that. I am going to suction cup Chuckles to the bathroom wall, and I'm going to back into him slowly. <laughs> Well, didn't wasn't his whole job to go deep undercover? That's right. Deep in my colon. <laughs> uh, not really. Anyways. Uh, it's going to make you chuckle. The Hasbro Pulse crowdfunding HasLab Ghost was fully funded in 24 hours. Uh, another record. People really want vehicles it seems, for the vintage collection style stuff. And I'm pretty sure that they're halfway there for all their unlocks, which are just the crew of the ghost from the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure they're going to get there. Uh, Let's see here. He-Man, Netflix He-Man, the animated series that we all loved from about a year ago. The entire series is coming to DVD if you want to watch it and own it. Joy Toy, Mike, you sent me pictures of this. Shut off more Warhammer stuff because they want all your money. Mm-hmm. All of it. <laughs> There's so many good ones coming out. They look fucking awesome. Uh, I don't know who the guy is that does all that crap on his backpack. I but, I don't know either. I, I, I always wanted to play the, the tabletop. I played the video games, but never got into the tabletop. 
it's just a cool dude in armor that's fucking Warhammer. Yeah. Uh, ah! You don't need a reason. It's cool looking. Uh, Hasbro shut off Pre Vizsla, who is a Clone Wars character, and mm-hmm. he is getting a Black Series treatment. He had a bunch of accessories in the pictures that he won't be coming with, including jetpack flames. So they sent a note out to fans that don't expect extras, but you'll be paying for them. NECA is doing, they teased us a while ago, uh, Chucky from the Chucky TV show. So it's a new Ultimate Chucky with a bunch of different heads, one of them being the melted Chucky head, Mm. which looks really cool. Um, I want to know if, Mike, if this was your favorite reveal of Comic-Con. Toonie Terror Series 9, which has (sighs) Megan, Vincent Price, The Fiend, and Tarman. I am so fucking excited. Ah! Uh, that Tarman <laughs> looks awesome. Oh, like, I, man. Oh, man. Uh, I hope he... I mean, I don't think he does, but it'd be cool if he came with the barrel. Uh, uh, yeah, I doubt he does, but... Still. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, oh, that whole... I'm getting that whole assortment. Uh, I love Megan. I love The Fiend. And I... I'll, Vincent Price comes with a cigarette and a cat. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what else you want for Vincent Price. He's just going to sit on your shelf and insult you. Right. They're uh, making a Christmas Elvira, which is, you know, Elvira dressed up in a Christmas outfit, and she comes with a cool goblin. It's Elvira. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, buy as many as you can without your wife getting mad. Uh, let's see here. They showed off some new legends. The coolest of all the stuff they showed off was Christar from ah. the 80s and they told a fun story if you watched any of the panels uh jesse falcon mentions that randy at NECA came to him and said hey do you know who owns christar because you know he likes to make those 80s properties and jesse looked into it and lo and behold hasbro owns them so they're making a hasbro marvel legends christar and he teased other characters in that vein if christar is successful um one can only guess that he's referring to Rom Space Knight or maybe more ah, Christar yeah. characters. I don't know. Or possibly uh, Micronauts because Micronauts are also owned by them. Yeah. Um, it would be cool if they did. Uh, they showed off X-Men 97 stuff, which essentially these are some new parts and, you know, new heads to make them look animated and pinless bodies were applicable. Uh, you get a new Bishop, Wolverine, Gambit, Rogue, Storm, and Magneto. And these are on retro card backs. They teased a Lady Hydragoon who hasn't been announced where she's coming at. I'm guessing she's some sort of troop builder. Detroit Steel, who is a retool of um, Ironmonger, movie Ironmonger. Uh, there is a Marvel Knights nameless one, Build-A-Figure Wave. And this is a uh, comic book store, GameStop exclusive way this won't be hitting big retailers featuring ninja daredevil luke cage the fist ninja which is a the hand ninja that's out now with some different tooling to make it more posable uh dr strange's girlfriend uh with the purple hair and a uh, new blade with a trench coat and a comic accurate he comes with like the the glaives and all the proper accessories looks really cool uh, there's an animated two-pack featuring Peter Parker and Alistair Smythe, who Smythe was pretty much a cartoon-only character. So mm. if you don't, this is the only appearance he's had since Toy Biz. Uh, let's see here. 
Super 7 showed off finally the metallic versions of the Silverhawks for the first two that were in the first wave, and they're calling them the Toy Accurate Silverhawks. If you watch an interview um, with Super 7, they said, like, Posies wants to move them because they're going to flake eventually, um, just by the nature of the vac metal. Mm. So don't buy these and play with them a lot. Buy them, get them where you want them, and leave them the hell alone, which anybody would do, I think. You're going to put them in the wings outpost, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and just leave them. Uh, they are also doing, at Super 7, they're bringing back the He-Man body um, that Funko kind of made famous and that they were going to do Conan stuff with. But now it's the Misfits. So it's Jerry, Glenn Danzig, and The Fiend. Interesting. I don't know how I think about this. I don't think I want them. Um, it kind of makes sense for Danzig because he's like a meathead, but I don't know. Eh. I would have rather had reactions of the band, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, I get that they're doing it. Uh, let's see here. NECA is doing a really, really, really awesome Count Orlock from Nosferatu, which at first sight looks like he is in Sepiotone like silent movie colors except for his eyes being bright blood red mm-hmm. and they look really really cool uh that i saw that and i was like i, I have to have this um they're making archie wrestling ninja turtles from the comic where they're wrestlers all four of them they're doing oh, i'm so know, tempted i'm so, so tempted cool? uh, yeah, well the archie stuff is really trying to pull me back and, and I, I i had cut off the ninja turtle collecting just because i couldn't keep up and I'm like, I, I want all of them, so I, I need to either not get them or just, you know, try to hunt them all down. But these Archie ones are just pulling me back. Belly Bomb. When I saw Belly Bomb, I was like, yo, they're doing Belly Bomb. Um, like, after the Mutanimals, I was like, well, that's it. But no. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Uh, they're doing Broadway from Gargoyles in a trench coat. Which, if I remember correctly, there's uh, a few episodes where he was a detective. Mm-hmm. And it looks pretty cool. There is a Build-A-Figure Batman and Robin wave from McFarlane coming out with a Build-A-Figure Mr. Freeze. Which I kind of have to get because I'm a whore for the Batman and Robin movie. Um, I say that, but I want to see him in person to see if they actually look like the characters. But it's Batman, Poison Ivy, Robin, and Batgirl. And you can build Mr. Freeze. Um, let's see here. Masters Universe Origins is moving online starting in 2024. I don't know what that means for the waves that have announced. If they won't make it to retail, it'll be hard to get if they don't come out in a timely fashion. <clears throat> um, I'm sure it's been addressed. Josh probably knows, but it looks like they're going into like individual releases of figures, not like an entire wave. So it's going to be one character at a time, like Cyclone. Or Rock Hound, Stone Dar, things like that. Um, I'm kind of upset because I don't like the the notion of paying shipping each time I want to get one of these guys. But the factor in the gas of driving around to finding them or driving to the Fisher Price store, mm-hmm. I get it. Um, replacing them at retail is going to be the original cartoon figures. So, filmation style. I like the idea, but there's really no easy way to watch the filmation cartoon. There, there's a handful that I'll probably get because I have not gotten any of the animated style versions uh, of Masters that they've that any of the companies have released. Uh, so you know, Super Seven or Maddie Collector, any of those. Yeah. Like, I, 
I didn't get any of them, so I'll probably grab a couple. Um, like I really like that beast man. Um, so I'll probably get him, but yeah, I mean, I would much rather see origin stay on the shelves, but I get it. I get the, yeah. they got to, they got to refresh. They got to, they haven't, they need, they're backed up with origins and they need to get rid of like that, uh, the wave with flesh colored, um, Stratos and Jitsu mm-hmm. that's everywhere. So, I mean, like I get it, just get rid of them. Um, I'll buy Skeletor. Probably be the only one I get from the cartoon figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. They showed off four Origins, Cyclone and Extendar, and uh, Stonedar. So those will be coming to Maddie Collector, as well as the other horse, Stridor, I think. Uh, Stri- um, wait, what was no, the uh, evil horse? It was Night Fury... Nightmare? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Night, Josh, do you remember? Night, Night Stalker. Night Stalker. Night Stalker. Right. Uh, um, um, and to chime in, uh, now that it is quieter here, uh, yes, it does look like they will be released one at a time as opposed to single waves. Uh, and the most information that they were able to give out are uh, all of the releases, uh, sh- all of the like n- new things that they showed at Comic-Con, like uh, and by the way, that is Rock On, apparently. Oh, yeah, uh, Rock On. Pardon uh, me, Josh. So, uh, Rock On, Extendar, and uh, Cyclone are all supposedly spring releases on Mattel Creations. So we shall see. Okay, uh, there is um, a new Attorney of Trap Shop coming out. That looks really cool. Um, I'm kind of upset that. Nobody has wanted to tackle 2000X Trapjaw ever. Yeah. He is my favorite Masters Universe character. And they just don't touch him for whatever reason. Um, too much tooling or something. But I think this Trapjaw's cool. Um, I like him. And I, I kind of get that he's one of those characters you want to keep on the shelf. So uh, that's neat. For the WWE Masters Universe stuff figures exclusive to Walmart, new ones announced are Andre the Giant, Doink the Clown, Kane and the British Bulldog, and a Chase AWA Hulk Hogan. So he's going to be hard to find. Or It seems a little weird because Hulk Hogan is the big seller from those guys. I don't know. But this is Hulk when he had a little bit more hair and he sort of looks like Thunderlips from Rocky III. Um, Jada Toys showed off four assortments of Mega Man and like four assortments of Street Fighter. And I am really, really tempted to get these. Um I was like, no, no, I don't need another thing to collect, but they're so cool looking on both ends of the spectrum. So I'm sort of like I might jump and get these because I have the soda, like the complete collection of soda stuff for Street Fighter. And they're really good, but these are just a little bit better. Uh, so I don't know. And Mega Man, it's Mega Man. Come on. Um, mm. we'll see if I can find that money somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Diamond Select has two new properties. They're going to be releasing stuff from, and that is Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead. And it seems like it's uh, Walking Dead comic book, not Walking Dead TV show. Josh is sending us a picture of his pizza. Oh, it's a turtle show. How about that? The crust is a turtle shell. Um, what, That's awesome. 
else I lost my place in mind. Mesco is doing five points Ninja Turtles. They look pretty cool. They're stylized. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, another new Atunia character they showed off from the new show, uh, He-Man Revolutions something. Uh, Skeletech, which is Skeletor corrupted with Hordax uh, technology virus. Gwildor in the new He-Man American anime style. And White Orko. So You know, I gotta say, I am... Considering the look at the... Or considering the look we get at Skeletech from the box art, I gotta say, I find the figure itself a little disappointing because why they got the hood sculpted to cover up all the cool tech bits. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm just, I like the show. I don't like the look of the characters. I've told you guys this. Um, I probably won't be jumping on them. Uh, let's see here. NECA. And one of their biggest reveals of the show is making Alex Murphy with two profiles. So he can be just plain old Peter Weller or blown to pieces, X-rated cut RoboCop Peter Weller, which is awesome with his like chest full of holes, his arm blown off and a hole in his head. And it's fucking amazing. Uh, ah! Ah! But I, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, wow. That's crazy. Uh, they're making Frankenstein from the Bride of Frankenstein with his chair. And he looks really awesome. He's muddy and uh, looks really cool. There's a black and white creature from the Black Lagoon coming, as we assumed. Uh, they've got London After Midnight, uh, the Lost Lawn Cheney Classic. I'm looking forward to that because I can get rid of my sideshow London After Midnight, which has a flat hat that just collects dust. It drives me crazy. Uh, Fan of the Opera. They showed off there is Prey from Predator, which has some kind of new tooling and magnets involved. Uh, so there's not peg holes, which is pretty cool. There's a new miner coming out. Uh, this is the third version that they've released, I think. So there's two retro cloth styles. And now this is the Sorry, I'm, style. I'm late to respond to this, but pff, you've got magnets involved. That's right. <laughs> uh, you guys don't know this, but I have magnetic nipples. Oh. Holy shit, you too? They just come right off. Yeah, it's it's really helpful in certain situations where you need to not have nipples. Yeah, or I want to put my homework on my chest, you know, pop a nipple off, put the homework on the chest, pop it back out. You know, Zoe probably really appreciates that. She does. It's really creepy, but it's, you know, it's bonding. It's cool. Never lose your car keys that way. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I mean, I just found them again, but I lost my nipples for a while. So I just had those plastic letters around your refrigerator on my tits. Pretty cool. Was it was it two T's? Did it say TT? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a new MacReady coming out, and that is Final Battle. Blah, 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 Final Battle McReady with TNT and his Maltop cocktail, and like a snowy beard. He's really cool. Uh, another big surprise announcement is Six Shooter and Jester from uh, Puppet Master, which that leaves just Leech Woman. Yeah. Um, uh, well. Maybe I mean, uh, totem. Yeah, I mean it depends on how far into the line you want to go. If you're just talking the first, uh, like five movies, we would need Decapitron. No, no, he doesn't exist. Oh, I like Decapitron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I would personally like Leech Woman to come with a puppet case. Okay. You know, to put the puppets into, or a totem, or Mephisto. 
I was just going to say, it's probably going to be Mephisto. Yeah. Um, I would be fine with any of those, but I, I need Leech Woman. It would be weird without her there. Right. Um, this kind of upset me. I'm excited, but it also means I, I kind of have to go back and get some stuff now. Um, there are Remco-inspired Dracula and Phantom of the Opera Universal Monsters Gloom that are coming out with the vinyl capes that the old-style Remco, Dracula, and Phantom of the Opera had, mm. um, which was enough for me to be like, God damn it, now I have to go back and get um, Frankenstein and Wolfman. I've got Mummy, and I've got um, Gilman coming in the mail because um, it's those capes. Just put it over the top for me. This is a cool announcement that kind of got swept under the rug. Uh, there's a Loot Crate four-month window where they're going to do the Burger King Kids Club-inspired Universal Monsters. So if you guys can picture these, it was Clear Plastic Frankenstein, Clear Plastic Gilman, uh, Wolfman with a gimmick, and Dracula with a gimmick with like bad paint jobs. So each month you get a Loot Crate, you're going to get, or Fright Crate, you're going to get one of these repainted or re, you know, like with different plastic universal monsters and they come in the plastic bag like the toy did. Um That's awesome. back in the day. Plus all the all their cool extras you get with Fry Crate. Um I I opt for like six months because it was a good deal. So I'll have like two months of extra stuff. Hopefully there's like more cool NECA freebies in there. Maybe something. Um because that's kind of like the downside of Fry Crate is sometimes you get awesome stuff. Sometimes you're like, oh great, it's a mouse pad. Mm. Woohoo. Hey, it's shoelaces. Just what I wanted. You know, so I, I hope it's something neat. Uh great, I lost my place. Uh it's the anniversary, the 20th anniversary of House of a Thousand Corpses. NECA is going to be releasing merchandise accordingly. Uh they have Sherry Moon Zombie from the Monsters coming out with a mix of plastic and soft goods. She looks really, really cool. Uh, it looks like they're re-releasing, uh, they call them like vintage style, um, for House of a Thousand Corpses stuff, which is pretty cool. So they have that really famous now Captain Spaulding figure they did coming back out. Uh, Loyal Subjects as I mean, this has been out before, but they showed it off again, their version of Krang in the robot suit that looks really cool. But as cool as that was, NECA has like a full 18-inch Krang robot coming out, which is... That, that one looks amazing. Um, I don't know how you could say no to that. That price point. <laughs> yeah, well, well, price point maybe like paint scratching. So like, I'd want to see it in store to inspect the box. Mm-hmm. So I hope he's just like wrapped in foam or something to kind of keep that from happening. Uh, we were anticipate. I was anticipating these for a long time. Uh, Jazzwares got the Call of Duty license, so I was hoping for some like cheap soldiers. Yeah. But the figures that are coming out look like garbage. Like absolute did, cheap crap. Did they show the three and three fourth inch ones, or they only show the six inch ones? Just the six inch ones, and they look bad. So if they can't get six inch right, I'm worried about three and three quarter. I uh, mean, the Halo ones are really nice. I know, but like these, just they don't even look human. <laughs> it, it's it's weird. Um, I'm torn for this next announcement. I'm not sure what the biggest reveal of Comic-Con was for me, but this might be it. Syndicate Collectibles, which we mentioned a few episodes back, which is Jerry Malcuso's new company. He is the former owner and operator of Soda Collectibles. 
Mm-hmm. And if anybody knows me, they know I'm a huge soda fanboy. Uh, he showed off a whole spread of product. Double Dragon looks awesome. A whole, like, two different skews for True Romance. So, like, six-inch figures and reaction style. Mm-hmm. Which is insane, because you got, like, the entire cast. Um, which is nuts to me. Kickboxer, which looked amazing. Uh, a pumpkin head statue, a Army of Darkness ash statue, but I would be amiss if I didn't mention the fucking ghoulies. Uh, oh. <laughs> I saw the ghoulies and immediately in my head I heard meow 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 meow. <laughs> like I just assumed that those would never get action figures. I I had the same reaction. I was like, how how did this happen? <laughs> like I I think it was just nobody wanted to. Yeah. And like he's just willing to take the chance. I'm pretty sure Charlie Band owns the Ghoulies. Mm-hmm. Or Ghoulies too, it's MGM. I don't know. He he knew the he asked around and it's all four ghoulies. Yeah. Oh, I saw that and my like my nipples got hard immediately. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you popped the little alphabet things right off. Yeah, the the T and the T's pop right off my chest. Um <laughs> no announcement yet, no price. Oh, there go my nipples again. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> it's the Ghoulies. Uh, I'm so excited. But uh, I don't care what the price is. I'm buying them. It could be $500. Uh, I want them. And also in, I was looking through pictures. I don't know if it's the Syndicate Collectibles. Somebody has a full line of plush products coming out. They were buried in pictures. So like all these San Diego Comic-Con panels and reveals, a lot of times pictures get put into wrong collections. So you can be looking at a Transformers picture and a random He-Man picture will be in there. Uh, somebody has a full run of Killer Clowns plush and Day of the Dead plush. Oh, damn. So they had Dr. Tongue and Bub. Just like little claw machine plushies. I don't know who they're from. I don't know if it's Syndicate. I don't know if it's um, that offshot that NECA has that does the plush Winter mm-hmm. Creatures, you got, I have no idea. I hope they're not in a claw machine because I'm going to go broke trying to get them. <laughs> but I, I have to have a Dr. Tongue stuffy. You, you would you stuffy. would need to hire Josh to come and play the claw machine for you. Oh, no, I'd have, I'd have Zoe do it. We'll get to that. I, I'm, am, I, I'm still amazed by how many times I watched that man pull stuff out of a claw machine. Um, Actually, I'd probably just wait for the vendor to come into walmart and I, if i caught him i'd just pay him to be like hey you drop that and give him five bucks um <laughs> this is the other huge huge reveal where i was like what neca has movie flash gordon like they have been repainting a bunch of stuff and it made me believe that like i guess we're just gonna get like king features flash gordon dressed up like movie flash gordon and that's just gonna be like what you're getting for now but no they they have Ming the Merciless, Flash, and um, the Birdman. Voltan? Not Voltan. Um, I forget his name. Uh, the voice of Boss Nass, and he's also on um, Peppa Pig. And I'm not going to rest until I know this name. Let me consult the bones. Ah! What's the name of the bird guy? Prince Fulton. Brian Blessed. Um, 
I'm super excited. I pre-ordered them immediately. As soon as I saw it, I went right on Big Bad Toy Store. I was like, you're coming with me. I need you now. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to have Prince Voltan. I will have him hanging from something flying. And I look forward to like a re-release of Flash with his jet bike. I will be buying all of it. Very excited. Um, Flash! Oh! One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Mike, they're making Elkhorn. Congratulations. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, damn it. You know, NECA, I was trying to pull away and yeah, yeah I'm going to have to get Mike, them. You, just come on. Just get Elkhorn. You don't have to get them all. He was your favorite. <laughs> That's, I, oh, yeah, I got to get him. I'm just. Uh, <sighs> maybe you have to get Melf. Because I always thought they were kind of a buddy cop. Right. When I was a kid. But, you know, come on, it's Elkhorn. He looks awesome. Yeah, no, Alcorn I have to have. Uh, um, I'm still strongly debating on Strongheart. Yeah, I never liked him. That mustache was always, like, weird for me. Um, I, I always liked him, and I always had him and Warduke battle it out. Yeah. I have Warduke, so I'm like, eh, I kind of want Strongheart. I think I might be all in, because I have no complaints. I think the figures are great. Uh, they are doing Tony Peewee. Rest in peace, mm-hmm. Paul Ribbons. Uh I hope it still happens. Um, I don't know if there's going to be like new executors of his estate. Uh, I'll tell you something. It'll sell out in a heartbeat if it still happens. I know. I got to oh, pre-order yeah. it the minute. It po- actually probably should check that right now. Let's see. Is it on Big Bad Toy Store? Uh, they're doing Warner Brothers animated Superman and um, the Joker in Toonie style, which I think is cool that they're keeping this as a skew. Because uh, yeah. I love them. I love collecting them. Every time I see them, they just fit in awesome. Uh, so I hope they kind of keep doing them at the pace that they're doing them. Mm-hmm. Let's see. No, but there's some other great product out there. His Super 7 sold out if you're looking for it. But, you know, you can get Captain Carl. Um, and there's some mini vinyls that look pretty cool from Kid Robot. They're pretty neat. Um, let me go back to my place in line. Flash Gordon. Yep. Tony Peewee. Superman the Joker. They're making a few more Kino figures from Ninja Turtles 2. A new foot soldier. And David fucking Warner from Ninja ah! Turtles 2. Ah! Um, <laughs> I think the only thing that would make this like a home run figure is that they found pictures of what he was supposed to look like with the Krang. In his stomach, yeah, I know. they got cut from the movie. Uh, that would be really cool. But it's David Warner. I think this is the only David Warner action figure ever. No, no, wait. Uh, no, evil. Plastic meatball. Yeah, evil. All right, never mind. But it's David Warner. Uh, there is a... Let's see here. There's a new Elf show coming out being produced by Ryan Reynolds. Anytime there's more Elf in Elf form, I'll take it. Like I am so excited anytime Elf is around. Uh, what about like- Pog form? I was going to say, I like that you specified elf form and not pog form. Uh, I would buy elf and pog form. Like, they've never capitalized on that joke for merchandising. Um, so I hope somebody does. There is a full rollout of biker mice from Mars, including a cartoon. So these new from, figures coming out. It's from a uh, nacelle company. Yeah, like, who was a fan of biker mice? You I, know, why can't... Why can't Nacelle get the license that we all want and just do Mighty Max? Yeah. Right? Or the or the Snorks. 
Come on, not long with the snorks. Uh uh. Because <laughs> <laughs> come along with the snarks. Double moan. More NECA stuff. They're making Savanti Romero, which is yep. super cool. Uh, everything from The Last Ronin, it seems like almost, which I have to get that comic now. Like, I've got to read it. Um, I love the style of all the characters and stuff. They look amazing. For some reason, Todd McFarlane is doing a Kickstarter medieval spawn figure. I don't know why. It's only 40 bucks. It's not that great looking. I don't know. I kind of dig it. I'm, I dig I'm... it, but like, why is it Kickstarter? Because Todd yeah. McFarlane. Yeah, I know. It's just, okay, Todd. So pat him on the back and like give him his apple ju- applesauce and there you go. Yeah, I almost feel like he because it, it looks like he's trying to put more like paint apps and stuff in that he would normally put in with the stuff that's being released uh, to retail. Yeah. So kind of like he did with that first spawn figure. I feel like this is one of those ones that's like close to his heart type of thing. So yeah. if if he can guarantee a bunch of uh, sales, then he can justify like, you know, actually putting the paint apps and stuff that should be on these figures. Yeah, I don't know. I saw the figure and it was clear that he's all black plastic and they just brush silver on him. So, uh, but having said that, I'll probably back it cause I'm, I'm a dummy. Uh, they're re-releasing the DC direct Batman animated figures now through McFarlane. And there's a build a figure condiment King gimmick, mm-hmm. which looks pretty cool. Todd McFarlane's bringing back sports picks, which was a cash cow for him. Uh, which is smart. I think he's got the NHL and the NFL. There is a Batman pack with all the Batman uh, different suits just coming out. Uh, from Hasbro, they showed off Tiger Force Flint, Python Patrol Viper, which is a repaint of Jinx as a Viper. Uh, they showed off Buzzer, Ripper, Hawk, Shockwave, Copperhead in Python Patrol colors, Helix, a deluxe tripwire. They managed to make tripwire cool, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes with all kinds of like bomb disposal stuff, which is pretty cool. A Steel Brigade two pack, Techno Viper in some sort of weird repaint colors. He comes in a three pack with Cobra Hiss dudes. And last but not least, Walmart canceled a bunch of stuff for everybody, including me. Almost everything I pre-ordered from their last collector con got canceled or Ooh. reduced to zero. Everything. Uh, I don't know why, and I guess I have to get them a retail or find some sort of magical way to get all these guys because they canceled them. Uh, so everything's been reduced to zero. I've heard people with horror stories of stuff being canceled by Walmart in the past. It's never happened to me until now. Um, it sucks. Fucking so, Walmart. It does. Like, ah! I don't want to have to ah, look around for Range Viper and Big Ben and everything else I pre-ordered. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh, you got to you got to go. Ah, not quite yet. I got another like 10, 15 minutes. And for anyone listening, the reason I must go is to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem fan access screening. Uh, did I miss any Transformers news, Josh? Uh, you know, there there was a lot of weird Transformers news. Like the um the official unveiling of the uh Toxitron wave, which is already hitting. Yeah. Which are really weird, like, Neon G2 variants of a lot of the characters. Uh, They look pretty cool, uh, especially if you've missed any of the uh, 
I can't remember which ones, but two of the Stunticons have G2 repaints in there. Yeah. So if you've missed two of the... I think it's... I know for sure it's Dead End. I uh, can't remember who the other one is. But, uh, but yeah, no, there's, there's lots of weird stuff like that. Um, God, I know there was some other stuff, but I... A lot of it for me was, oh, yeah, no, the Commander Class Ultra Magnus. Yeah. That one uh, is drawing a lot of controversy. <laughs> and it's really interesting watching the quote-unquote Transformers fans just, like, erupt into seething hate over ridiculous things. Mm. Because there is one camp of people who obviously want classic Toy Magnus, where he is the white prime that has armor. I personally am in that camp. You know who else is in that camp? Don DeRazio is in that camp. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, because you have to bow out in a few minutes, I called my lifeline, Don DeRazio, to come in and take over the reins. Uh, Or as I like to call her, Professor Pickman. I don't know. Some Doctor Who joke there somewhere. I don't know. Hey, Don. Hi. Hello. But, I'm, I'm podcaster general. Come on. That's right. But, but, to finish, Global Milk. but to finish my thought on, on Ultra Magnus here, because this is important. Important stuff. Uh, and there's the other camp of people uh, who do not want him to have the inner white robot and simply want a cartoon accurate Magnus who transforms from the trailer with the, you know, with the car carrier into the robot. Mm -hmm. So for $90, this is cartoon Magnus and does not have the inner robot. And the big extra feature is his limbs are removable. No. Yeah, that's, that's a big no. Uh, And the, the thing that's interesting to watch in the Transformers forums, because this is like, my God, it's ridiculous. Like, the one camp is basically like, oh, man, I really wish this was the white robot one. Guess I'm going to skip it for 90 bucks. And then there's the other camp of people that are like, you're fucking wrong. If you want a terrible toy, go buy the Earthrise or the Kingdom Magnus. Go buy your terrible shit toy that sucks because that's what happens when they do the inner robot. It fucking sucks and you're dumb for liking it. (laughs) And it's just like, whoa. But like it really, angry. it really is like one half that's just like, man, that's disappointing. Not for me. I'll skip it. And the other camp that's like, good, skip it. Go take your other terrible toy. We don't want you. You're not a real Transformers fan. And it's like, uh, um, uh, okay, you know, like you know, the other toys exist, right? Yeah, it's not like there's not a mountain of other. Ultra Magnuses to buy. So, yep, I will happily stick with my Kingdom Ultra Magnus and uh, be perfectly happy with him because I prefer the white Optimus that has armor that clips on. Cool. Um, Josh, before you head out, do you have a pick for the Hall of Fame? Donkey. All right, let me write that down. (laughs) Uh, You like that I didn't even have to wait? Nope, somebody was going to get her. Uh, Is Conky a woman? Conky's a robot. Conky's a conky. Uh, Don, for our Hall of Fame, uh, in honor of Pee Wee, we are going to do all of his puppet pals. Okay. So, Magic Screen, Globy, you name it. 
so if you want to pick one and have fun with us, you're more than welcome, but we're not there yet. I'm researching now then. Okay. Because I don't think I can remember all of it. <laughs> uh, just pick a piece of furniture and put Y at the end of it. Forky. Glassy. Um, For, forky would be... Um, I know. That's uh, Toy Story. Yeah. Uh, I got, I got, I got one. Don't worry, I got one. Josh, I humbly request that you give us one week to see Ninja Turtles before you spoil everything. Well, yeah, but I'm still gonna probably just be like, oh my god, guys, it's so fucking good. Oh cool, yeah. yeah, that's. Ah! Uh, oh, also the secret word is fucked on. So every time we say fuck, ah, oh, you have to scream. Uh, got it, guys. I'm so, I'm so behind. Oh my god. So fucking behind. Uh, ah! <laughs> um, yeah, just, you know, give us like the general thumbs up or tell us you hate it like the Batman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't heard a single bad thing about it, so I'm excited. I'm I'm literally putting on my because I decided I was uh, not not too long ago. I got one of the uh, the new Walmart Mutant Mayhem shirts. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm putting that on over uh, over a short sleeve button down so I can I can wear my 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 peewee bow tie tonight. Fun nice. fact: Josh wears a child's medium because he's so damn uh, skinny. Actually, this is a child's large. Thank you for. Wow! <laughs> wow! I was about to say medium's a little too big. Oh, uh, but it is one of the the the. Have you guys seen the the mutation station displays? Mm-hmm. Uh, the the green the green one with the new mutant mayhem graphic on it. Nice. Yep, yep. I've got a child's large because it fits me very well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Also, it's it's one of like. I, I totally didn't realize that I have, like, six Ninja Turtles shirts. <laughs> I don't have any, and that's I have to correct that. I need some more Ninja Turtles. So, you oh, know, well. it was it was a big decision on, you know, what, what direction to go tonight. It was like, do I go classic Turtles? Do I go new Turtles? Do I just go straight up Krang? I mean, you Krang, could, you know, tape one of the cats to your stomach. Well... See, Leia, Leia is uh, affectionately called my little Krang because she really likes it when I'll, like, pull my shirt up into a pouch and carry her around. Okay. <laughs> and then she sort of, like, flops out with, like, her head on one side and her tail on the other, and it kind of looks like a Krang tentacle. Okay. So she's my little Krang. Has she gotten any bigger? I, she's she's kind of normal cat-sized now. Okay. Which it still looks incredibly small compared to the other cats. Well, you have giant Maine Coon cats. I mean, they're beasts. Yeah, no, it's 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 still it still weirds us out to just be like, huh? So you're a normal sized cat? Weird. <laughs> oh, how about that? Not like the other two giants. You're a tiny little thing. How is the pizza, by the way? I have not tried it yet. I was waiting for Ruth to get home, but I will cut it in a moment so I can uh, take a bite before before I have to log off here. All right. So I'm going to start before you have to go out. Uh, the second half of the show is just me regaling you guys with my adventures in Canada. Oh, fun. So oh, I, took, I know 
know that about Adventures in Canada. That's amazing. Was yes. it garbage day? Did, were they throwing out perfectly good Canadians? Um. <laughs> they, don't, they don't know about the excitement of garbage day. Uh. Well, were there was there garbage and Canadians on the corner of, of, the, of certain streets? If so, you were there on Canadian garbage day. And that is an exciting thing. There, the lack of kids I'll in the hall, anything there was disturbing um but having said that this was a trip to canada via a seven-year-old and everything she wanted to do so there wasn't a lot of like can we go to the silver snail or like this obscure comic book shop or like these cool things it was a lot of like i want to go to arcades and go to claw machines and this that and this and amusement parks um but i did go to two toys r us's and You guys have no idea. I'll just, I'll just, I won't bury the lead. It was like going to Mecca. Just, (laughs) you walk inside and you just wrap yourself in this like warm blanket. You're like, oh, it's so good to be back. Um, it's different. It's not our Toys R Us. It's Canadian Toys R Us. So they've gotten rid of. Which was always a little different. Yeah, there's no video game departments. They're gone. So if you remember Toys R Us, they had that side pocket section that was all electronics. Mm-hmm. That's there, but now it's just full of toys and like Funkos and like high-end collectibles because they got rid of the electronics department. Um, they have a full book section. I have of- to voice voice my my confusion at that because isn't that part of their damn song? Yeah. It's gone. I don't blame them. Nobody ever bought games there. It's from bikes and trains to video games. <laughs> it's the biggest yeah. toy store there is. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, there's a, a full-blown bookstore now inside, so you can get kids' books, coloring books, young adult, manga, comic books, all in Toys R Us. It's got the Babies R Us stuff. Uh, there was some Hasbro stuff missing, and I don't know if it was because it doesn't sell well, but there was hardly any G.I. Joe, hardly any Transformers. Um, there was some Beast Wars stuff, but not a ton. Tons of McFarlane. Like, all their DC stuff had, like, its own aisle. Uh, and then just, like, everything else, you you know, you walk into Toys R Us, you're like, oh, that's cute, I don't need it. There's tons of that, of, like, an exclusive at one store, Target, Walmart, Wherever in the States is just in Toys R Us now. All in one location. Stuffed to the gills. Clearance. And it was like Toys R Us. You could roam around and just find stuff in weird locations. And you could, you know, play with everything. The Power Wheels were out. It's crazy. And there's also exclusive Canadian stuff that you didn't know existed. Of Squishmallows. And like Godzilla Squishmallows. And... Cats versus pickles and like just insaneness. Uh, Pokemon cards out the wazoo. Uh, tons of Star Wars. Uh, it was just nice being there, not even having to buy anything, just walking around, knowing that like somewhere in the world, Toys R Us is still there, hasn't gone away completely. And if you're willing to like wait in line across the border, you can go to Toys R Us. Uh, it was cool. I recommend it if you got nothing better to do in a day to kill and you live in Western New York, go up into Ontario and right outside of Niagara Falls. There's a Toys R Us. Check it out. The end. It was awesome. 
figuring out the conversion for like American to Canadian was a little weird, but the prices are pretty similar to what they would be in the States. So if you can picture a $20 figure at Walmart, maybe is $21.99 at Toys R Us. Still the same. So maybe there's like a dollar or two upcharge and stuff, but it's all in one location. You don't have the hassle and it's Toys R Us. And they're still running gimmicks too of like, buy two, get one 40% off. And like what they used to do was all there. Nothing changed. Uh, in Jeffrey, hey, nothing, nothing is ever going to be better than the KB toys, like three for 10. No, no, no. That's the other one that I'm waiting to come back. It's not going to happen. But you never know. Or Kmart, man. I hear they're all so, over Australia. So here is my review of the pizza. All right. It's not terrible. It's okay. a little doughy for frozen pizza. Uh, cook it for anywhere from like three to five minutes more than it calls for, and it'll probably be pretty decent. Oh, that was a very exciting review. What 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 pizza <laughs> yeah. was this, by the way? This is this is the uh, mutant mayhem turtle shell pattern crust sausage and pepperoni frozen pizza from Walmart. Oh, is it like okay. Captain Tony? You know, it's the dough. The dough almost, it isn't terrible. Like I said, the dough almost has like, uh, you know, the crisp crust DiGiorno's. Mm-hmm. It almost has that doughy quality to it, where like, right away you're just like. This should have this this needs like five minutes more than the box says. Right, right. But at the same time, like once you give it that five more minutes, it's not terrible. What are the other turtles' flavors? Uh, there is a sausage and pepperoni, pepperoni cheese, and Mac Attack Mac and Cheese Pizza with Mikey plastered all over it. Of course, he gets the good one. <laughs> what was Donatello's pizza? You know. Uh, I would I would have assumed he would have been the pepperoni because Raph is the uh, the pepperoni and sausage, yeah, and Leo is the cheese. But no, it's a group shot, not Donnie. Oh, poor Donatello! I thought he would be like the veggie pizza. Because Donnie always gets the short end of the bow staff. He does indeed. It should come with computer parts and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else did I do in Canada? I found a store called Dollarama. Oh, those which, are amazing. Yeah, it's. But uh, I do have to run. So before you go into Dollarama, I will talk to you all next show. Josh, all enjoy right. the movie. Have a blast. Bye. High five Ruth for us. Have a good Later. one. Man. Bye. 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 Fuck. Bye. Fuck. Uh, ah. Um. So, Mike, yes. picture it. Sicily, 1921. <laughs> Dollarama is Dollar Tree and Five Below got in, like, a scissor fight. <laughs> That's Dollarama. They got but, a scissor fight. But I want you to fill it with really good cheap candy. Like, all the good Canadian chocolate. Oh, all their awesome candy bars that we don't have that they do, like Arrow and all that Coffee stuff. Coffee Crisp, my favorite. I got four of them and ate them in a night. Oh, my God. I love Coffee uh, Crisp so much. I ate so many O'Henry's, I got sick. <laughs> uh, all the action figures, nothing is over five bucks. So they have, like, the Marvel Legends retros. 
Mm. Uh, they had the Walmart Masters of the WWE. They had animated He-Man, Pokemon, just tons of stuff. But then it's also, it's like packed like a Dollar General would be, like stacked to the ceiling with merchandising, but it's clean. Everything in Canada is like, they don't have ghetto stores in Canada. <laughs> Even in like Niagara Falls, which is a tourist death trap, uh, the stores are like nice and organized and clean. Um, so we went to like four of them. We couldn't stop going. Every time we saw a Dollar Ronald, we'd have to like pull over and get stuff. Uh, really cool. I went to Little Canada, which is a new location in Canada that has a micro-sized replica of the entirety of Canada in a museum. So picture like Beetlejuice. Interesting. With all the main locations. So you have like Edmonton, Montreal, Niagara Falls, Toronto, but super miniature. Like you look at it and you're like, you want to walk through it like Godzilla. <laughs> um, and then you can pay to go in one of those 3D scanners and they'll microsize you and put you inside the display somewhere. Nice. As, like a civilian, which is pretty cool. Um, there is in buried in Toronto. So like Don, you go to Toronto a lot, right? Exactly. I'm going again on Wednesday, actually. The traffic is hell. It depends. You got to pick it at the right time. But yeah. Yeah. What you Um, what you're trying to like uh, get out of Toronto, like it it can be hell for a little bit. Uh, It's the the Gardner. The QEW (laughs) and the the Gardner Expressway. It's weird. It's horrible traffic, but everybody's super friendly because it's Canada. The best way I describe the QEW is that it's like the Autobahn, but there is a speed limit, but no one pays attention to it. Yeah, it's <laughs> and everybody will let you into a lane very politely. It's bizarre, unless they're French. If it's the French Canadians, they're assholes and they throw like <laughs> croissants at you like baguettes and prawns and they, like, and they go, <laughs> they twirl their mustaches. Um. We wasted an entire day just trying to see the sights in Toronto, not realizing that it's like impossible to get around Toronto. Yeah, by car. Yeah, you you probably best was to like park somewhere and just walk. Yeah, well, <laughs> public transit wasn't an option for us because we had my father-in-law with us, and Teresa would have had a panic attack on a bus. Like it just wasn't happening. But there's a carousel in downtown Toronto that's made out of car parts, where this guy just made modern art carousel it's on my facebook I'll, I'll put it on our page eventually so he had like a centaur mountie that you can ride or a giant beaver a giant raccoon head a mermaid and it's all very like art deco peewee's playhouse it's insane that's awesome and it was like a dollar a ride but the guy who was running it was just let there's nobody around so he was like yeah whatever he just let us go and go and go and go um and the other thing we did was just we went on like an insane claw machine binge because in toronto uh, there was a shop called Vava that Zoe found out about because she's obsessed with claw machines and she'll watch videos of people who tour the planet and just go to claw machine places in like Singapore and China and Japan. And there's like these crazy over the top claw machines in this place called Vava supposedly has them. We went to two of their locations and Zoe cleaned them out because she's obsessed <laughs> with claw machines and she knows what she's doing. Mm. So if you saw our Facebook, she went bonkers. While we were in Little Canada, like, Vava was kind of like a, a brothel. Like, there was no air conditioning. There was, like, a Chinese guy with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth that he hasn't tapped ever. You know, it's <laughs> like, 
really weird and there's like flies everywhere and it's just creepy and it's claw machines and so we just kind of went in and like won everything and left and she was over it quickly but we found this other place right in the center of toronto on young street called octoclaw that literally just opened that day and it's from japan like these people immigrated from japan went to toronto and it's the size of two or three blockbuster videos like i can't mm. think of a store that's that size like half a walmart maybe of just claw machines claw machines stacked on top of themselves sometimes so it's like tiny claw machines that are two or three high so if you want to mm. play with a claw machine if you're a kid you can reach it fine but if you're an adult you have to squat or get on your knees the gimmick at this place is if you win it in a claw machine you can keep it or we'll give you a point value based on the size of the prize and you can turn the, the stuffed animals that you've won in at the end of the day and we'll give you points you take those points and it's like any other arcade where you have like oh 10 points you can get a nunchuck whatever but it's all high-end prizes because these claw machines are supposed to be really hard so you can get like an anime statue that would be really expensive for 20 points which is the equivalent of like winning four prizes in a claw machine which can you picture doing that in one day hell no well zoe filled a shopping cart like they're treating her like a whale at a, at a casino to the point where there was like tourists around her watching her just winning and winning and winning and winning and winning at she figured out some sort of a trick uh there's something claw machines have called the double tap mm-hmm. where the button on the, the knob for the claw machine will drop down some machines you can tap it again and you can make the claw close at any time that you want instead of like it goes all the way down and maybe it'll close halfway and you don't get anything she was doing it every time and i think that's how she was doing it mm-hmm. so she turned in the prizes she didn't want and got two giant stuffed Pokemon. But then she took everything else in the shopping cart, which equaled two garbage bags full of stuffed animals out of the place. And they were like, they didn't know what to do with this little blonde American kid coming in and just cleaning them out. Uh, and we just have, we, we have a couch you can't use anymore because it's full of all of her claw machine prizes. Uh, it's one of those things like I'm really, really proud of her because I have a kid that's an expert at something. Like, you know, Caleb can make like an Atari 2600 work. Right. Like you can bring it back from the dead and you're like, I'm so proud of him. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Zoe. Like Zoe will destroy your claw machine without mercy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, I just, ah. <laughs> um, uh, I also went to Canada's Wonderland. Ooh. Oh, I haven't been there in forever. Dawn, have you been? Actually, I don't think I ever have been. What's going on with uh, Grant Fantasy Island? Is that done? It, it's open. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, it's just not as busy as it used to be. We drove past there and it was like closed. We went to the McDonald's I, on Grand Island. And it was like, what's going on? I think. Oh, you went to the newly remodeled that looks like a, a, ca- a college cafeteria now. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst McDonald's I've ever been to. <laughs> I. Yeah, it, it, after they remodeled, like it really went to shit. Like they, they still had a play place and everything, and but yeah, they took a McDonald's, they took the play place out, made like an open air cafeteria with no air conditioning. Yep. So on on Friday when it was like ninety degrees, it was like a greenhouse inside this McDonald's, and there was only two people working. Yep. 
and the soda machines were broken. And we're just like, this was a mistake because I don't want to go to the McDonald's on the boulevard. Uh, yeah, we should have went all, to Taco. All of that is like brand new too. Like literally everything in that building is brand new. Uh, don't go there. Boo hiss. Go. They, they they used to love me when I was door dashing. They used to. That's how I used to get all my free toys. <laughs> Man, you know, like Zoe had poutine for the first time, and her mind was blown. Yep. Uh, Wonderland sucks. Nobody will agree with me, but I hated it. <laughs> I, hated I mean, parks. the last time I've been there was like 1996. So uh, it's just. It was hot. Everything was like five times as much as you would expect it to be at an amusement park. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're thirsty? That's $15. And you're like, oh, you motherfuckers. You know, and like going to an amusement park as a dad is different than going to an amusement park as a kid mm-hmm. or anybody else because I'm pretty much the guy pulling the wagon. And that's it. Yeah. Or like, you know, going on the rides when nobody else wants to go on the rides. And I get really bad motion sickness so i was going on like the caterpillar roller coaster for kids and i wanted to puke so i just was like an hour into wonderland and i was like i hate this place this is the worst thing in the planet <laughs> uh I, I haven't been on many amusement park rides in many years uh but the last time i did go to fantasy island i want to say it was like 2017 somewhere around there um, was when my my brother and his family were visiting, and um, my nephews and Caleb made me go on the Devil's Hole like sixteen times in a row because nobody else would go on with them. So I kept going on, and yeah, like I don't get motion sickness, but uh, centrifugal force and fat guy don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like because I was starting to like spread out, <laughs> and it was not okay. This vacation made me realize that it's time for me to get some button-down shirts. <laughs> I, I, I can't fight it anymore. Like it's, I'm not gonna have the time to diet or exercise, <laughs> but I do have the time to just get some shirts with buttons, <laughs> button-down shirts to hide my my belly. <laughs> so, uh, but the coolest thing that I did, in my opinion, and I think everybody should do this at least once in their life, was medieval times. That looked cool. That, that looked really cool. Don, have you been? I keep saying I'm going to, and I haven't. I've yeah. I, I've never been either. Hands down, the coolest fucking thing. Ah, that I ah! ever. Ah! It it was so awesome. It's everything you expect it to be. Like if you've seen Cable Guy, it's Medieval Times. Mm-hmm. No surprises. Yeah, they let you in. There's a bar and a, you know, like it's huge also, but there's a bar and a gift shop where you can get like plastic swords and like gimmicky drinks and goblets. So they have like Slurpees you can get in a, in a elk's horn, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> uh, you can get like chain mail. It's like at a Renaissance festival. And then when they seat you proper, like depending on how much you pay would determine your seats in this arena. So you're, you're basically around a giant horse pit where they do all these renaissance festival shenanigans uh it's a four course meal with no utensils you get uh corn potato garlic bread tomato soup and half a chicken (laughs) so you know you go to wegmans they'll give you like the roasted chicken 
They have meat cleaver one of them in half and give you the whole thing. Nice. And it's seasoned to perfection. You could just be a, a barbarian. They call you sire, lord, lady. They don't, they're not like, hey, how's it going? Welcome to medieval times. They're like, hello, sire. Like, everybody's committed <laughs> to the character. You sit in a colored theme section and you get a knight assigned to your section that battles in a tournament that you get to cheer for. That's cool. Which is crazy. And they're all, I felt so cool because everybody looked like me that worked at medieval times. So everybody was like, slightly overweight with a ponytail <laughs> and a beard nice. and i was just like hey my people <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like i am the green knight i am the yellow knight and i was like you look like me i cheer for you yay <laughs> oh and you also get uh in a clear or a cake or both mm-hmm. and it was just awesome and you know they do all kinds of stunts and flip off the horses and they have choreographed sword fights uh the sword spark i think they had like something electrical hooked up so it was like i was watching highlander nice so like their swords are clanging together and you hear queen <laughs> be, like a ridiculous <laughs> amount of sparks uh if you pay which we did you can get yourself knighted by the queen <gasps> so zoe got knighted lord zoe uh- so she came and they have like a list of titles you can pick from. You, they'll say anything, basically, because you're paying for it. And this guy will come out and be like, I hereby declare this meal sponsored by Lord Zoe. Or if it's your birthday or whatever. And there's just people doing things. And uh, my grandfather and my wife were like, don't you want to be a princess? Or queen? And she's like, no, I'm Lord Zoe. <laughs> and they're like, but lords are for men. And she was just like, shush, shush your mouth. Lord Zoe. <laughs> quiet it's just one of those like okay okay i like the way she thinks (laughs) so you know she was just like shot it down Mm -hmm. Uh, medieval times is awesome like so so cool and if you just like simple food and dudes beating the crap out of each other with swords (laughs) thumbs up (laughs) i don't know how else to sell it i i want to see that commercial Come on down to medieval times. We got simple food and dudes beating the crap out of each other. What more <laughs> could you want? Pretty much. <laughs> can, can I tell you how this just reminded me of something when I was a child? Though? Sure. I think this whole thing. So, uh, you know, elementary school, you're learning about kings and medieval times and all that shit. And ours decided they wanted to have like a feast. And of course, yeah. everybody was going to be a different part. There was going to be queen and a king and all that. And it was random, random. So out of the three, like sixth grade classes. So all these girls are picking in front of me in my class. And of course, a bunch of them get wench, you know, because (laughs) someone's got to be wenches. And then, you know, town's woman, the butcher's wife, you know, all this stuff. And it gets to me and I pulled out motherfucking queen. All right. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah. Did that yeah. count? Did that count? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I pulled I pulled that out and everybody, everybody in the class was so angry. So much that the <laughs> teacher, the teacher, even tried to convince me to repick. That's wow. how I, right. And I like they took me out in the hall. They're like, look, this is what's going on. You you should really repick. And I went, Hell no, that is mine. I'm the queen. Go away. And like, literally, I told my mother about this and she was in there the next day, like yelling at them. Like, no, that is her part. 
that is what she is going to be. So when it came to the actual meal time, did I call those wenches every fucking time? <laughs> every time. Yeah, because that's what it was. It was like you got because the the two main ones, and I know I've mentioned her once before on this podcast, and the name got beeped out, but her name was Linda. Uh, she was one of them, and then there was another girl. They were both horrible bitches, and they both were wedges, and I called them every fucking time. I was like, "Yeah, ah, ah. you know, it's one of I my picture... sweetest, one of my sweetest moments of my life." I'm like, "Yep, I... sweet revenge." <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I picture this Linda in a trailer park sitting on like a folding chair, clipping her bunions with like nail clippers right now with a cigarette hanging out of her mouth and like 25 kids just, smoking a Virginia Slims. Yeah, just hating life. Like, I could have been queen. <laughs> uh, Throw on it, top of that that she is a curly haired ginger. Oh. <laughs> like, has, and I mean, like a real ginger. Well, not, I could have like, had a not, soul. Like, I was going to say, don't even worry about it then. She's got no soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just exists. Yeah. yeah just, uh, she's just waiting to die. Uh, another another funny, like, female empowerment moment that just made me super happy. We went to, we're in Niagara Falls, and they have, like, a bunch of wax museums up and down the strip on the Canadian side. Mm-hmm. And we went to Madame Sod's, uh, of the random ones we picked. Like, I always like to go to the House of Frankenstein or Castle Dracula, but we went to that one. And they have the Hall of Presidents where they have like, you know, current presidential figures and like John Kennedy and Abraham Lincoln. So they have Barack Obama, Donald Trump, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. Of course, Donald Trump looks like an idiot the way they dress up the mannequin. But like, how don't how do you not make him look? Weird? I was going to say he kind of does that on his own. Um, Zoe. Other than claw machines and like kid stuff, her big thing is presidents. So she runs up. You can touch these wax figures. Hugs Kamala Harris, and then hugs Joe Biden. Hugs Barack Obama. It makes my father-in-law livid, and he's like, "What? What? What the hell?" And she's like, "It's the first female vice president. She's awesome." This is what she tells <laughs> my my grandfather. He just didn't know what, or my father-in-law, he didn't know what to say. He was just like, "Oh, okay, fine," and like he just walked away, pouty. Mm-hmm. It cracked me up that like. He will talk to you until you're you want to choke him about Trump, but mm-hmm. the one person he can't shoot down is his granddaughter. Yep, who, like <laughs> just crushed his soul by <laughs> you know say what you want about any of them. You know politics are a joke in my opinion, but it was just funny to me that she was like first female vice president. Eat it, uh, <laughs> which was cool. It's like she's seven; she knows that. Yep. Um, done. Yeah. What's going on, man? It's been a while. What's going on? Let's go. So, yeah. Well, Donna Palooza, too. Choose a Palooza just ended. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. For you those who Journey? don't. I did. No, I saw Foreigner. 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 Sorry. Yes. Is that, that the was... one where the lead singer is now, like, Filipino? Is that Journey? No, that's Journey. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, yeah. I went to. Well, it ended up being four nights this year. For those who don't know about Donna Palooza of our, our listeners, I I last year went to three concerts and three nights. I was very tired afterwards. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. planned. It wasn't <laughs> planned. It just happened to be like, oh, I want to go to this concert. Hey, it's that night. Hey, I want to go to this concert. Oh, it's the next night. 
Hey, you know, and that's what it was. And that's what happened again this year. And I'm not as tired, but I did see the same drunk woman at two concerts. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and I mean the same drunk woman. Like, it was one of those where she, like, she was in front of me at one concert and almost smacked me several times, did step on me. Um, so when she went away, I took her spot. Oh, no. Um, and then the, <laughs> she won't the remember. Next, the next night at Foreigner, I look up and there she is stumbling around trying to make her way up to the front again. I'm, I'm all the way in the back, though. But And I immediately just turn because I'm with nobody. I immediately just turn to the women behind me. I'm like, I have to explain a story to you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't believe it either. They're like, how have all the people in here, you spotted her? I'm like, I have no idea. So, yeah, that that's really. And then this week um, I decided I'm going to go back to Toronto and uh, do the Stranger Things experience again before it leaves in Toronto. Yes, nice. that was I walked past it and I was like, oh, I want to go. But like, can't take a seven year old. Um, yeah, well, no, you could, but they wouldn't, uh, they may, I believe anyone under five couldn't go in. Um, really, nothing too scary. Zoe has no filter, and if she doesn't like something, she'll just be like, this is stupid. Mm. And I have a feeling of Stranger Things, she would just be like, there's no claw machines. (laughs) Where's my title? (laughs) No, there were video games at the end, free video games at the, like, Dig Dug was back there, and there was pinball and everything. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to ask you, Don? Because yes. we're kind of we're doing our our gear up for the hundredth episode, and you are going to be the first in a line of guests. You were our first guest. <laughs> okay. What, <laughs> what are your thoughts about the show? Because we've hit, we're almost going to make it to a hundred episodes. I hope we do. We have four left, not counting this one, and not counting any dumpster fire theaters, which should be coming soon. Uh, right. Which you picked. In her ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, that's going to be a fun one. What, oh, yeah, what do you think of this this weird little baby that you you've helped raise? Um. Uh, you know what? I don't think I helped raise it. I think I've just been over at the sidelines, cheering on like that that dad who went for milk one day and just decided to. <laughs> Stay back. Don's like, and be, and Don's be like, like, that was my kid. <laughs> Don's like the fun aunt that shows up once in a while and brings a beer. You know? Yeah, you're you're the uncle that gives fireworks to the kids. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, you're a part of every episode. With yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your connections at Global Milk. I got high up connections over there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? You don't want to go through that process. I hear it's intense. Yeah. It involves your butt. Milk in your eyes. It's crazy. <laughs> Milk enema. Stuff stuff happens in your butt. You don't uh, want to know. But yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't sum up guys uh, guys butt stuff. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't sum up. What are your thoughts on the show? Stuff happens to your butt. Right there, <laughs> butt stuff. Butt stuff and toys Sometimes, and butt stuff. Episode, by the way, butt stuff. Um, <laughs> well, but, but, but we can. It, it could be butt 
comma stuff. Like we're talking about the stuff <laughs> that came out stuff. at San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> but also butt stuff. <laughs> butt stuff. Well, Don, you're going to continue being a part of the show as, for, as long as I have a say in it. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Apparently, I don't. But uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you, there's, no, there's you don't. Of, there's plenty no. of global milk. Yep. Plenty of global milk ads. Um, uh, I'm going to tell you right now. I think somebody has snuck into global work where global milk warehouse and may have made some ads themselves. So maybe, maybe wait for that. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like, you uh, heard it already listening to this episode because people oh. don't understand that I record and then put the global milk ads after the fact. We don't do it all live. <laughs> what? No, I mean, no, I mean, I don't, I don't record or or global milk doesn't record uh uh seven or eight global milk ads uh at, like two months earlier and just sends them to you no <laughs> what 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 i didn't coincidentally do tequila for a month not knowing what was coming <laughs> uh. <laughs> I told Omay already this too is the only reason I picked surfing bird is because I had seen back to the beach for like the first time in like years. <laughs> I was obsessed like, with that movie. I know. Oh, like, seriously. We rewatch it because it kind of held holds up, but it's like way more campy than you. Would so. Think. Like Mike. Fishbone. I completely forgot yes. Fishbone's in that movie. Mike, buckle up. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I, wa- you know, I always said I watched a lot of TV. Wherever That's I was living fun. had like reruns of all the like Frankie Avalon beach movies and like mm-hmm. the Musketeers crap. Oh, yeah. And I loved them. And then Back to the Beach came out. But it was already like 30 years after the fact that all that stuff happened. So it's like <laughs> they're doing a beach movie. But they're all way too old to be, to be doing a beach movie. My little brain couldn't wrap my head around why they look different. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Why are they? Re-? You know, <laughs> but I still loved it because it was everything that I wanted. It was just right. missing Elvis, basically. <laughs> me and my brother actually kind of just had this conversation because he like brought up the monkeys and how like they had yes, like a resurgence yes. in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yep. And around the same time was like Frankie and Annette. Like they had a resurgence. I'm like. What was this weird obsession with like this culture of the 1960s that that decided the 80s needed to needed well, to know about well, it? It's the <laughs> whole pop culture 20 year cycle thing where, I mean, where yeah. stuff kind of moves. And it, it's so bizarre the way that happens, like like the fact that, you know, kids nowadays, like, you know, 12, 13 year olds are listening to like 2000s butt rock because it's like, oh, it's this cool old rock and roll. It's like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't cool then either. Yeah. Oh, God. I saw this was weird in Canada. I don't know where they're getting them from. Dio shirts with Mm -hmm. like Dragon Ball Z on it. So it was like, (laughs) what? Like the two things don't go together. And clearly they didn't. They've never listened to Dio. Right. But then there was a bunch of like some 41 shirts. <laughs> yeah, was, like early. Yeah. Two, well, I, I mean, I know Dio is an early 2000s, but <laughs> a lot of early 2000s shit is coming back, especially uh, musically. And, and it's interesting the way that happens, like in those weird 20 year cycles. 
Yeah. Oh, and Jinkos were everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh, the the clothes that we were all wearing in middle school and high school are now back in Target and Walmart. <laughs> I'm so glad I haven't changed my clothes. Right. In 25 years, I'm cool again. I was gonna say, just you know, when it cycles out, just keep wearing it for another 20 years, and you'll be cool again. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you. I still have all those like ball bearing necklaces too. You know. <laughs> yeah. I was. I used to make my own stuff because I was too poor. <laughs> <laughs> so my jinkos were just pants that were like 10 sizes too large uh but hey guys, flannels man we just need to go back to the art and uh music at the summit park mall and get our manic panic and it'll be oh all good oh my god i forgot about that <laughs> store oh my lord i used to go in there all the fucking time ah! Ah! <laughs> we all did you we just went to did. check out all the goth chicks mike i oh, of course i did and let me tell you, when Summit closed, they did go over to the outlet, but it did not last. <laughs> no. Well, the out. Oh man, the outlet's going out of business. Not the outlet. Uh, the one on Clarence, on Transit oh, Road. Oh, Eastern uh, Hills. Eastern Hills is shutting down. Yep. Yeah. Which sucks. But there'll be a there'll be a circus there next week, guys. Don't worry. Yay. I'm genuinely surprised the Eastern Hills lasted as long as it did. Yeah, it's you know, been cause... a slow, painful death. What's going in there? Apartments, sure. from what I heard. Oh, I was like, well, even in the early 2000s, uh, my wife used to work at the uh, York photo that they had there. And um, I used to go up there all the time, and meet her for lunch. And there was there wasn't a lot of places open even back then. Like there was still the movie theater, obviously. And there was like a Babbage's and a KB. But those quickly closed. Like, they, so... had, they had the Dave and Buster's before it went to the Galleria. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. It was next to the JC Pennies. <laughs> I believe it was in. See here, I, this is my strange memory of this. I believe it was in where Sears was in there because Sears left there years ago, like right. before they even shut down. And they, they, they um, whatever Fright World moved in there that year. Mm-hmm. And then the next year it was Dave and Buster's. That's what I remember. Because I remember we had to go upstairs during Fright World to go use the bathrooms. I do remember There's... going there for Fright World. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we had to go up the escalators to go use yep. the bathrooms. Yep. Yep. I, I vividly and remember like that. No Fright... lights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Funny thing about times. Fright World bathrooms is the following year at a different yeah. location. I remember going into the bathroom and there was one of the actors who was dressed up like a clown was just standing at the urinal taking a piss. And I'm like, that's unsettling. (laughs) 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 Like, you know, just see a lonely clown at a urinal. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. (laughs) Exactly. Well, like, clowns have to pee too, god damn it. I I peed next to the magician at... um... Wonderland. Did he pull a rabbit out? He was <laughs> so he, he made he made he made Mike look down, but his pee wasn't coming out of his penis. His pee was coming out of Mike's penis. He was like, "Oh, it's magic." He did the handkerchief trick with uh, his pouch. Um, <laughs> they had like hourly walk around characters, so you can meet like Snoopy and Ant Man. And Peppa Pig, like just a random smattering. And they had 
Doodoo the Clown, as featured in some Adam Sandler movie. It's all he kept talking about. And you can meet this magician. It was like Larry the Magician. And they're like, Larry is running late. He'll be here in five minutes. And I had to go to the bathroom because I was just drinking bottomless lemonade all day. Mm-hmm. And in stumbles Larry <laughs> to like take a leak <laughs> before he does magic tricks for four-year-olds. It cracked me up. Um, you guys want to wrap this up? Someone's got to pee, and it's better be the magician. I'm just saying. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, you guys... It's illusions, Michael. Tricks are for whores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, if we could get away with the episode title being <laughs> Tricks are for whores, that would be great. But Don, Don mm. you would make the best birthday magician. <laughs> you guys do know my dad was a magician, right? No, no. Yes. I, you've never seen the certificate from the International Brotherhood of Magicians. <laughs> it's real. Not. It's real. My dad was Joe Bluth. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's real. He was part of the it, the initials are IBM, first of all. Uh, but no, it's the International Brotherhood of Magicians. And my dad was part of this. He had a ring and everything. But That's he was awesome. more. He was more of like an assistant. This was before I was born, though. He he would constantly tell me the story of how he got locked in the bo- the box. You know how they were supposed to do a quick change, like the ones on mm-hmm. the box. Yeah, he got locked inside the box by accident because he dropped the key. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, people, the people who would come up and examine are, of course, plants in the audience. You know, they mm-hmm, know yeah. they knew what the sliding hatch was and all that shit. But <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he got locked at the box one time because he dropped the key to the handcuffs, and so he couldn't get out of the bag. To... <laughs> the bag, which has a hole in the bottom of it, but he couldn't get out of it and switch in time with the with the guy in top. Um, hold on, don't mm-hmm. give away magic's deepest, darkest trick. You know what? You know what? They did that in the '90s. Remember the mass magician? Don't you yeah. remember that? Yeah. yeah. It's all right. It was already given away. Because <laughs> um, my dad was even like sitting there watching that. And he's like, yep, that's how they did it. <laughs> I'm going to wrap this up because we've been going since 530. Well, you yeah. guys have been. Um, <laughs> as I alluded to, there will be a dumpster fire theater as soon as humanly possible where we all watch hard ticket to Hawaii probably um that's that's the best one from um what's his nuts I'm so brain fried uh thank that'll you, be coming TikTok. soon thank you yes TikTok. uh Don thank you for stepping in while Josh the lucky bum went to what go about... see Ninja Turtles and eat Ninja Turtle themed pizza are, are we not doing um the the Hall of Fame no that I'm we're doing that next Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm so confused. Of, I thought I'm we pushing, were done. <laughs> I'm pushing the tiny roller coaster up the tiny hill. Okay. Well, uh, you're welcome that I'm here while he went to go watch Ninja Turtles. Okay. Uh, <laughs> selfishly, Josh was like, oh, I'm going to go see Ninja Turtles. I hope he was going to like blow it off because I feel like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming on because uh, each week I plan on having like one of our regulars on to talk about the show and you reminded everybody of the joyce of butt stuff so uh our hall of fame this week is going to be all peewee's pals we're not going to do peewee himself because that doesn't seem right josh picked conky 
we're not talking about the toys based on them. We're actually talking about the puppets on the show, correct? Sure. Okay. Because the puppets are toys. They exist well, somewhere. They're physical. But, but I just wanted because I mean, I was, some of them got toys and some didn't. So. Yeah. I was just gonna say, but like some of like the people on the show though too were right. like toys. <laughs> True. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna be picky. This is just our love letter to Pee Wee's Playhouse, which is a classic show. Amazing. And uh, I love it dearly. Um, so, Mike, your Cobra Interceptor won the Hall of Fame. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. I'll let you go first, then I'll let Don go. So, who do you have? I'm going to go with Randy just because he uh, proves what I always knew to be true about puppets, that they're dicks. That- so... <laughs> you, you, took my, you took my pick. <laughs> I love Randy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's such he's, an asshole. He's a dick. Like, <laughs> uh, Don, who are you gonna pick? Um, I, I, I gotta go with this one because what this there, there's reasons. Um, I gotta go with Captain Carl. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah, I gotta go with Captain Carl, man. Rest in peace. Yeah. Double rest in peace. Um, all three of these have had toys. And I will go with Cherry. Because it's a living Cherry. Like, how many times has Cherry been farted on? <laughs> yeah, know, I mean, like, it's kind of know, uncomfortable. You're, like, you're sitting on her face. <laughs> like. Ripping in. Like, how many kids have wet boogers on Cherry? Mm-hmm. Like, at what point has Cherry snapped and bit somebody? <laughs> you know, there's a horror movie I'd like I to see. Mean, just Cherry eating people. On top of that, it was Cindy Lauper. So I mean, she was so crazy and so unusual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she probably uh, liked it. Special <laughs> special mention to the King of Cartoons. Also, the uh, the same actor played Blackula. Um, I have a friend Art who is a huge fan of King of Cartoons and uh, Cowboy Curtis. Yeah, the one, the only Lawrence say. Fishburne. Uh, and Miss Javon, uh, childhood crush for many, many young lads watching Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, and and is now Charlie's mom. Yes, Charlie's <laughs> mom, and it's always sunny. Uh, as soon as I figured that out, I was like, where do I know her from? And then when I finally realized, that, I was like, oh, my God. Miss Javon. Um, <laughs> rest in peace, Paul Rubens. You're an amazing actor. Uh, it's not just Pee Wee. It's the spleen. It's the spleen. It's the voice on Flight of the Navigator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Meatballs 2. It's tons of voice work. It's that uh, one Cheech and Chong movie, which I can't remember. <laughs> but neither uh, can anybody else. The best, um, joke, best joke in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie? With him always dying? Yeah. Where, no, he just continually died. Like, yeah, he's like, ah, like, throughout the credits, just, ah, ah, kicking his foot, you know. <laughs> he was great. And as I said before, anybody who was involved in trying to cancel him in the 90s, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you in the neck. Ah, uh, ah, uh, your pieces of shit. He didn't deserve it. We all forgot to yell. Ah. Yes. Uh, ah. My throat hurts. Ah. 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 <laughs> uh. This is Mike saying today's secret word is fuck. Ah! Ah! 
Thanks for listening to episode 95 of Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Match. Don, thanks for joining us. Do you like to plug a Twitter or anything? Uh, just butt stuff. Just butt stuff. <laughs> I mean, that kind of goes with Elon Musk's new Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. If you... yeah, yeah. Um, go to threads, people. Just go to threads. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Elon Musk. And how he's just a guy from Grandma's Boy now. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Totally Everyone is. will love me because I'm a genius. What? <laughs> He's, he is the real life version of that character. <laughs> oh, God, I got to watch that movie again. <laughs> oh, well, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, Poe wants to go. So All right. you better hurry this up because he's trying to get in my lap. All right, guys. <laughs> All righty. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back. Next week with more stuff. Butt stuff. Butt Butt stuff. stuff. Bye. Bye. Butt stuff. Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C O U N T K R E E P Y. Ah. When I woke up today, I don't think I'd find myself in East Aurora. With a belly full of rock gut whiskey. It's some dirty dive called Jerry's Closet. But here we are. I've seen some shit. I've seen a man wake up in the jungle with his legs gnawed off by rats. You know what else I've seen? Great deals on action figures. Comic books. Blu-rays, DVDs. Trading cards. Shit. There was even vintage pornography. Well, be goddamned. Maybe it's all the liver damage that's uh, making me see things, but I think you should go down to the East Aurora Flea Market and check out Jerry's Closet. Tell him I sent you. Sent you straight to hell. <laughs> oh, God.